Okay, Kobe doing work. Two four on my shirt. He the greatest on the court, and I'm the greatest on the verse. Going for the fourth ring like it was his first. Gotta get the gleam. Do it for Kareem. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Bros Balls Bangers podcast. It is November seventh, twenty twenty three. I am your host. Mr. Cody Davis, and man, does it feel good to be in the big chair, bro. Ooh, sitting next to me, I have the delightful newlywed coming off a real hot streak Broncos fan. Like, he's, he's living high off this Chiefs dub right now, coming in off a of bye. Mr. Caleb Wilcox. Yo, 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 yo. Bro, what's it like being in that other chair, man? It's actually <laughs> not a lot. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. It's got the leg rests and. You can kind of just like sit here, phone, hanging out. It's it's it's, it's weird on the side. I'm not gonna lie. I described it to you before. It's like riding passenger in your own car. But <laughs> cool. I cool. What's it like being on that side? See, it, I also feel really comfortable. Comfortable over here. Um, maybe we should just keep this going. Just you take over. Yeah, I'll just take over as host. Yeah, you keep editing. All right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not teaching you. You got to figure it all out. I had to figure it out though. So. All of this looks confusing as hell. Uh, so no, I'm gonna definitely switch you, you back. Have to get a PC. Yeah, so. yeah. That's it's just a lot. It's a lot. I'll be honest. Uh, but hey, it's for a special reason. True. It would be nice if we could both like edit it. Yeah. And just like knock it out quicker. Figure out a way. Yeah. We're good. We'll we'll figure it. One out. day there's gonna be a room of like three dudes like sitting somewhere off to the side of us like. Pointing and like giving their <laughs> thumbs up, like I'm great, keep it going. And we're like just sitting here talking, you know, like fact checking shit for us. Like we're gonna be Pat McAfee and like, dude, <laughs> I'm so glad you brought that up because I watched the Halloween special the other yeah. day, and oh my god, they had me cracking up. I found myself enjoying the Pat McAfee show a lot more lately. <clears throat> it has nothing to do with the move to ESPN, but I've just I don't know. I think I've looked at it differently. I know I'm no longer looking at it as like sports information. I'm more so looking at it as like four or five dudes in a room chat about sports. So it makes me like <laughs> think of what we do, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's pretty cool. It's a pretty, <laughs> it's a pretty good idea. Well, they're just funny, man. They all of the personalities that they got in there. Oh, just and they say some like last year when Russ was struggling really bad, <clears throat> it wasn't funny as a as a Denver fan, but it was. It was funny. Like, looking back at it now, the shit they were saying about Russ and, like, Team 3 and whatnot. Yeah. was funny. Bro, the dude that played uh, Matt Canada as the Halloween character, he was, like, the devil, dude. That stuff had me rolling. Uh, Man, shout out Pat. Pat McAfee's a dope, dope human. And he's doing a lot. Yeah, doing so much. He's doing that uh, red zone for college football. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, just a very brilliant mind. Yeah, he's everywhere. Yeah, love that him. dude. Uh, well, dude. Uh, so why we're here today, why I'm in this position today, uh, is because it's episode twenty four, aka two four, the Kobe episode. Kobe. Kobe. Yep. Uh, R.I.P. That man. Uh, we'll start out with that for sure. Um, to begin this episode, I kind of want to just highlight some things about Kobe's. Obviously, I mean, don't what my my favorite player, uh, yeah, I'm not. That's something I thought about too. Definitely would be emotional, uh, but I'm not gonna. Okay, before we 
you start listing his accolades and we start talking about the amazing basketball slash man he was uh-huh. a basketball player slash man but what was do you remember that day do you remember what you were doing like obviously i'm talking about the day that we found out he, he died and whatnot like what do you what do you remember from that day yeah uh pretty vividly actually uh so it was really kind of cold um i was going to the gym like i was on my way to the gym to at genesis uh wes and i have been going like pretty consistently at this moment yeah. in time for a few months and uh we uh we man i, I just remember pulling in the parking lot and i look at my phone uh it was kind of like rainy and shit uh mm-hmm. And I look at my phone and I see like the notification and I'm like, just not even, I just don't even like, that's not real. You don't fathom, like, is this, that yeah. can't be real, you know? And then immediately within like a minute, Wes calls me and I'm just like, not even thinking about that. And he's like, dude, and I'm just like, no, there's no way, right? Oh, because he's a Laker fan, so I'm sure he was... You know, oh, yeah. Just as soon as he yeah. knew, he was, like, on the phone with me. And yeah. I was like, no way that's real, right? And he's like, bro, I can't believe it. Like, what's going on? And then immediately, as soon as he said that, and I've got goosebumps right now, like, yeah, just immediate tears just rolling, rolling yeah. down the face, dude. I, uh, I was playing Call of Duty with Ryan and Clayton. We lived at Market. I was sitting at my computer desk, playing... And I just remember looking down at my phone. I had just ripped a dab, looked down at my phone. And I was like, wow, maybe I should quit smoking. I was like, I'm high. Like, that's this Kobe Bryant's dead. Put my phone down, and then, like, 40 minutes later, I had 30 other notifications because obviously it started blowing up from there. And I was like, oh my God. Yeah. And we all, like, stopped playing, like, went into the living room. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Just very eerie. Uh... It's like the day that Earth stood still. Dude, it's so weird. It it did. It felt like everything stopped. Like even on XM radio, because I was listening to that. Yeah. Every single radio station stopped what it was doing and started talking about that. Just like, I don't know that I've, other than Michael Jackson, I can't remember another famous person's death that caused that much like attention. Of like, didn't matter if it was sports. Uh, music, movie, television, fashion, like anything was covering Kobe. Mm-hmm. And I remember that was similar to when Michael Jackson died. So mm-hmm. it's like just massive followings, huge impacts on the world. It's just crazy. Man, it, it was tough. Uh, I Man, I, I, I always give Wes major love for this because him and I sat in the car for like an hour and a half just straight crying. Yeah. <laughs> like crying together, bro. Dude, a different different deal with that. But uh, I, I felt that way uh, when DT died. Mm-hmm. It was like one of those where you're like, dude, I just remember like, I didn't cry like tear, tear. Like, I was like, Got emotional because well, yeah. he was so such a good dude. Watched him play a lot of games. A lot of games. He won. He won us the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, big time. Big time. Crazy. Big. But yeah, uh, let's go. tell me about Kobe. So Kobe's man. Jeez, uh, let's get on now. Let's let's just see everything that he's done because this is why I think he's the best player in the world. Uh, not only as a basketball player, but just overall human. Uh, 
He's a 20, we're going to start with this, a 2018 Oscar winner. Uh, I think that's kind of something that kind of gets pushed underneath the rug. That dude, you, that that right there tells you that he just had his mindset for anything and that he could do anything, uh, which mentality. is, yeah, just hashtag mama mentality, baby. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's just astonishing to see all the things that he's done. Uh, and then you throw a 2018 Oscars in there. It's like, damn, dude, <laughs> he's just doing some wild stuff. So cool. Yeah. Uh, and he loved that stuff too. That was the, that was the cool part of seeing that, like that he put everything into that. And he, I'm pretty sure he even said that, like he's on record saying that the Oscar meant more than like some of the championships to him just because of how hard he worked to do it. Yeah. Uh, if you never listened to it, um, there there's certain podcasts and stuff. It's like a animated kind of feature. Uh, super super cool. Um, definitely look that up if you've never. Uh, Did he do it with Spike Lee? Yes. Okay. Yep. 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 Um, super super cool. Uh, but so let's get into the basketball sort of thing. Uh, obviously, five time champion. That's kind of the one he goes down with. Um, two time scoring champ. Two time Finals MVP. Uh, which is huge, huge. Two-time scoring? Two-time okay. two scoring champ. Uh, here's one that I've always m appreciated him for uh, was the defensive side of the ball. All-time, 12-time 12, 12 all-defensive team, uh, wow. which is something that doesn't get talked about enough. That's crazy. Uh, shut down, for sure. 12-time all-defensive. He was always about scoring, but dude could shut you down on the other end. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't know that. Yeah. Crazy stuff, man. Uh, so what do we got? NBA seventh, NBA seventy fifth anniversary team. Uh, so many awesome people on that list. Uh, pleasure to be on that. Um, for him, uh, he was the 2000, 2007, 2008 NBA MVP. Uh, obviously he won Rookie of the Year as well when he came in in ninety six, ninety seven. Um, retired two jerseys. Uh. Obviously, no one's done that, uh, but uh, <laughs> like, and it's for the Lakers, man. The yeah. Lakers, the Los Angeles Lakers, you retired two jerseys for, uh, probably the if not the biggest NBA franchise in the world. So, so many things that he done on the court to his Shaq days, to his Pow days, to his Andrew Bynum days. I mean, he he went through it all. His last game when he scored sixty, it was just as emotional as I've ever been watching a game with him uh, over any finals game was just uh, so cool to see that. Um, just a one-of-a-kind special player. Uh, will go down as my favorite player of all time. Uh, but man, this... The, the basketball side of things is one thing. The Oscar, for sure. But the guy was just a family man. And you could tell that with how he treated his whole Mamba side of things. Uh, his, little, his little girls. Um, rest in peace, Gigi, as well. Uh, man, just so many, so many great accolades for this dude. You just don't even know where to start with him. It's, it's, that, it's that deep. Uh, Vanessa, I know, is still carrying on his, uh, his Mamba mentality and uh, the Mamba brand. Um, hopefully we'll be seeing some Mamba shoes here soon. Uh, they they are releasing here soon. So so many things to be excited about to celebrate Kobe in. Uh, but man, just I can't say enough good things about this dude. Like we could talk about him all all day long forever. Uh, 
man, we could get real deep and talk about his days when he just smacked up on all those Western teams like it was nothing. <laughs> oh, bro, the Phoenix Suns, man. I love when he went against them, just dogging those boys. Uh, just so many times seeing him do great things. So cool. Um, pleasure Absolutely. doing this episode. Appreciate you letting me do in this episode because, man, love this guy so much. Uh, so, yeah. Um, my, I want to end this by kind of saying my favorite moment. I kind of already talked about it, but uh, his last last game when he scored 60 and just like everybody was on the court watching him do it. Uh, Shaq was there um, just doing some doing some unheard of stuff at his age. <laughs> Dropping 60 like that will never get over Kobe. dropping 60 and then dropping the mic. Kobe. <laughs> His 81-point game, and then he dropped 60 in his last game. Just unheard of stuff. Won't ever happen again. LeBron might do something crazy like that to end his stuff. but uh, Steph. Yeah, or Steph, definitely. Just goes off on threes. Yeah. <laughs> breaks the three-point record on his final night just because he shoots 30 of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be wild. Yeah. Oh, man, but... Uh, so to end this, yeah, we'll, we'll just kind of appreciate Cobes and, uh, we'll touch on them throughout the episode. Yeah. Um, I'm sure there'll be references. I mean, I always look back at the, uh, all the Nike commercials when he was doing that, like the Mamba class with like Kobe or the, like uh, Kanye's in it and like all the celebrities and it just, the, those are hilarious. He's so, he, he just buys into his role. Man. Well, he was so like serious in it and like, it's. Obviously meant to be funny, but he's serious. But it's stuff he's serious about, but it's, I don't know, it was like, <laughs> it's perfect. the seriousness was funny. Like, it, yeah. it was just perfect. Like, yeah. It's amazing. Oh, Absolutely. Bro. Well, shoot. Um, so our next part that we're going to talk about, uh, and we'll, we'll kind of, like you said, we'll touch on Coes throughout the episode and through our balls and bangers. Uh, but I wanted to get a little bit out of you, bro. What's, what's going on with life, man? How's being a newlywed? What's up? Um, I've noticed that I don't mind, and maybe it's just a mentality thing, uh, I don't mind doing, like, husband chores as much. I'm sure <laughs> that'll go away, like, after within a couple months, like, she's gonna ask me to do something, I'm like, dude, leave me alone. Like, <laughs> hang up the Christmas lights, fixing the headlight, like, just doing little things like that here and there didn't, it wasn't didn't seem like a chore, didn't seem, I was like, oh, well, it's like, that's just what you do as a, as a husband, and you hang the Christmas lights, and you fix the headlights, and you do this and that, and, uh, like, we hung the ring doorbell, and, you know, like, just a complete mentality shift of, like, just be a child anymore. <laughs> You're forced to grow up, like, we're legally husband and wife. <laughs> You officially taken that next step, and I, and, and I say that in a very joking manner of like we're legally like I love Macy to death and would do anything for her, but it's definitely a mentality shift. And Peyton has talked about it multiple times of like even when he's had kids, mm -hmm. like it it's another shift. And like you, it sounds weird, but like there's been times where where he and I have had conversations of like when Jamie was pregnant with his babies, he's like. There were times like we'd go out to dinner and I'd like help her out of the car or something. And he's like, I had never been more attracted to her in my entire life. He's like, and she thinks she's so ugly right now because she's 
big she's yeah. pregnant and whatnot he's like but she's the mother of my children she's carrying my children he's like there's something so yeah like what did he said instinctual about that and like so like almost uh like caveman of like <laughs> yeah protect the cubs yeah kind of thing. Like, yep those are the baby i just like never had found her more attractive until like those moments like obviously i found her attractive but like that's the mother of my children she's carrying my children right now like damn that's hot <laughs> <laughs> that's dope that's deep <laughs> so uh that's been cool uh we're just having fun but honestly we don't i don't know that much has changed as far as like our day-to-day lives um but it's good cool love, love it love it good to hear it yeah good to hear bro what if uh we need to get you a lady. <laughs> ladies, ladies, ladies. on the script. Listen, yeah, if you're listening to this pod, man, single. <laughs> Stop. He'll take you out on a nice date. I would not let him take you anywhere cheap. Oh, boy. I'm racking up tabs right now for you. Like, $100 different tab. Yeah, I got to see him at Big Boobies. Definitely yeah. could do that. That's down at the lake, though. That's, that's a long drive. If you're serious about my boy Cody, you drive to the lake for him. <laughs> oh He's the host God. of a podcast. I mean, kind of cool. That's cool. Somewhat. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> I don't actually. Yeah. Have you? So this is this is just funny. The have you ever told a stranger that you have a podcast? Uh, yes, one. Who, who would you tell? Uh, how or like who would I tell or no, who was it? Told. Oh, yes. Uh, yeah. So we were, where were we? We were in, uh, it was Hy-Vee. And we were like, Jake and I were in there just looking for some groceries and stuff. Uh, and uh, this dude is like standing right by where we were looking for some like uh, n- nutrient stuff, kind of like uh, like whey protein. And all yeah, that. They, they're, they're that health section. Yeah, right there all by the Paul Wahlberg shit. Yeah. Yep. At Paul Mark Mark Wahlberg, Jesus. No, I know. Sure. Uh, and uh, so we're like standing there looking at stuff, and this guy's like, "Yeah, like I've been listening to this podcast about uh, like working out and stuff like that." He's like, "You guys should check it out." Blah blah. blah. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, like well, I actually do my own podcast." And he's like, "No way!" I'm like, "Yeah, it's like Rose Wahlberg's podcast, dog." He's like, no way, share it with me. I'm like, dude, boom, we airdropped it and everything. He's <laughs> like, dude, I'll awesome. listen. Yeah. So, well, if you're so, listening, thank you. Yeah. Come on, dog. Like, that, uh, that's cool. I haven't told strangers, but I, I've had interactions at work with like people that like I've hired or whatever that have talked like, oh, yeah, I just heard about this on a podcast or this or that on a podcast. And I'm like, oh, I've got a podcast. What do you mean? I do a podcast with my cousin. That's cool. What is it? I tell the Dave, like, oh, that's cool, Dave. Then I tell, like, the chicks that are in the orientation, like, yeah, it doesn't sound fun. <laughs> then they have 25% of the, or 50% gone. <laughs> yeah. 25% are, like, gamer nerds. And they're like, eh, maybe. So we'll just say, like, 25% gone. <laughs> the pool of 100% of people I had, 25%. Hey, I mean, that's what we'll take it. The numbers. Small W's. That's all we need. So, uh, yeah, um, that again, that wasn't supposed to be a part of this episode. So, sorry to throw you off. Yeah, we're we're not we're not doing that. Uh, back to the show here. Right. Um, <laughs> so, all right. Well, I'm glad to hear about the life. Uh, I've been doing just kind of 
random shit, just kind of doing a lot of things. Uh, a lot of sports betting. We've been doing that a lot. Oh, I don't say that. Oh, wow. Um, I mean, we're betting on fantasy stuff, you know. <laughs> With our friends. Yeah, we're competing. Um, it's become not a problem, but a hindrance on my life. Should we call one eight hundred gambling group? <laughs> no. I okay. told you I don't have a problem. Okay, alright. It's not a problem. It's there if you need it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> I love everything about what I'm doing right now. It just pisses me off sometimes when I miss my parlays by one problem. Well, it's that's just what it is. I know. I get it. That's just the but I've had some big ones get so close. Some fuckery for parlays, bro. That's just what it is. There's some people that I just think I'm done with. <laughs> I'm aiming to that. <laughs> amen There's to a them. few names I've got rattling in the old noggin. A.K.A. Tyler Hero. Yeah. <laughs> Boy Wonder, you're done, dude. You're done. What the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Two times in a row. And then the AD, and screw him. I'm not betting on him again. Well, yeah, I mean, he's injury-prone now. Yeah. Is that starting? Well, done. no, we won't talk about that yet. Um, and then... Is there anyone else I'm with? Eckler. <laughs> Fuck Austin Eckler, dude. Let's just put that out there. He probably listen. He'll, he'll probably listen to the podcast. Yeah. Maybe one day. He's listening right now. You, Austin Eckler. <laughs> what What happened with Monday night, bro? He's dropping the balls. Three... In your hands, stone hands, on the ground. Like I don't know what he was doing. Uh, tough. Just tough. So, yeah, man. Life's been cool. We're chilling. I love that we're back on a consistent schedule now. This yeah, is, so this, is, this is huge. We need that. Uh, we need to stay up on it for sure. Um, I was the one actually texting you about when we were recording. Actually, true. it's the other way around. True. True. Uh... Which is crazy. I'm sure the people listening would be like, Caleb's the host. Why is he not the one always? <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I'm like, I'm going to record tonight. As long as I don't want to record, it's the editing part that I was like, Yeah. But we're so good at it now that editing doesn't really take much. Editing's cool. Yeah. You're such a pro now that completely. Like, there can be no editing involved in this one because you've just crushed it so far. Have I crushed it? I think mean, the best one, yeah. Well, thank you, bro. Appreciate that. Um, hands hats off, golf clap. Um, so yeah, uh, I've been doing great. Just kind of venturing in life, seeing what's up, uh, seeing what the next venture is. I should say. Uh, we got some things coming up. Um, let's see. End of November or mid November. Uh, we got Chiefs Eagles. Yep. At Gay Huff Field. Uh, it's gonna be a great one. Gay huff. Uh, can't wait to be there, bro. You Taylor will be there. Yeah, hundred percent. She will be there. You go see her. Are you gonna look? I mean, I'm gonna look up in the little booth where she's gonna be sitting. I'm probably gonna see her. Are you gonna take binoculars? I think should I? That's kind I of, want to try to see Taylor. Kind of look. creepy. I could just like zoom in on my phone, maybe. I'm not zooming in on her. I don't need to do that. 
I'll, I'll send you pictures from like the TV. No, we'll take sure. a video for Mace. Gotta gotta send Mace a video. I have to say, if you at least see like can see bits of her, or, like can see like oh that's a figure that looks like Taylor, just snap a picture and be like oh that was Taylor. <laughs> like even if like there's a blonde chick walking out of the tunnel, like snap a picture from behind, like you'll never guess who we saw coming out of the tunnel. Is dude? What if I got a picture with Taylor? Macy would shit her. Pants. Iconic. Dude, Macy would shit her pants. I would probably cherish that more than any other thing in my life. Would you cry? No. Macy would. Macy definitely would. But I wouldn't cry. I'd be like, please, what? <laughs> so. Have a confession. Oh, boy. Here we go. Let's hear it. Live on the pop. Mr. Wilcox. Kind of enjoyed the concert. Kind of want to go back and watch the one that she's going to in New Orleans. You want to go to another Taylor Swift concert? Yeah, I'd that's what you're saying. Yeah, I do. Wow, dude, it was pretty freaking good. Not like looking back at photos Macy has posted. I was looking back at her Instagram the other day, going through it and looking at photos she posted of me and her mm -hmm. creepy husband being a creep. <laughs> and I looked at the Taylor concert pictures. It was just such a good time. Like, and I know this time we would do it different because we done the first experience i know that we could do it just to a point of like it'd be super enjoyable of like yeah we could just get there and like nonchalantly get to our seats and, and whatnot like unless there's like a crazy like merch thing she wants to get but there's no point in getting there hours early anymore like we've done that yeah uh new Orleans is a little different place so just prepare yourself for that if you do end up going with yeah i've been okay sure. but have you been with taylor's boat in town in the city of Taylor Swift in town, that was a shit show. Exactly. This is New Orleans we're talking about. Yeah, but they did Mardi Gras, so they're kind That's of prepared it. for shit shows. Like, yeah, I guess. Taylor Swift shit show, though? I mean, the cab driver in Chicago did say the city was crazier for Taylor Swift than it was when the Cubs won the World Series. That's, that's wild. Wild shit. Uh, where is the concert in New Orleans? I think it's at the, the, the Superdome. Yeah. No, the one where uh, it might be the super. It'd probably be the Superdome. Maybe the Kings where the Pels. Yeah, Pels I think it could be where the Pels play. But if, if it's Taylor, it's gonna be Superdome. The Superdome with her would be insane, bro. And inside, it'd be freaking loud. I, I Arrowhead was crazy loud. The Superdome's huge. Yeah, I've never, I've never seen it. It's huge. It's yeah. It's for a game or just one. Just walk. Yeah. Can you use it to football? Stadiums like do viewers like when? Or no, 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 no. I haven't. I'm fucking dumb. I have been inside for the national championship two years ago when North Carolina went. Okay. Yeah. That was, that's just massive. It's dude. It's so big. Like you're just like looking up into a fucking just ceiling, bro. Just a dome. It's so massive. Crazy. You know, I, I shit's got to be like different playing than a place like that compared to a basketball arena like when they play basketball places like that oh yeah the atmosphere is way different you can it's it feels more like not real when you're on those type of courts like you feel like you're higher than everybody else in a way i don't know i can see that well and everyone sits below too like even like the bench sits like you're like leaning like yeah 
like the sixth, seventh row is like eye level. <laughs> the fucking court. I can't count people get hurt like running off trying to save balls and stuff. Yeah, I mean they're pretty big, so they're not. No, they do make it pretty spacious, but so yeah. It's damn, it was, it was so cool though. What a spectacle that was. Yeah. Very dope. Do you have any more concerts this year? Uh, twenty twenty three. Yes, I have one at the end of November. Uh, going to uh, going up to Minnesota. Uh, to yeah, Minnesota. Uh, to watch Slander, which uh, Jay got me some tickets to that for Christmas. So we're hitting that. Uh, which can be super dope. And then we're gonna stop in old Ames, Iowa, on the way home. Uh, see some old friends. Uh, Jake's uh, stopping Jake's old work as well, and uh, see some old homies and have a little night in Ames, Iowa. And then uh, we're gonna come home that Sunday. So. How many are you on? Uh, we'll be gone the 30th through the 1st. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, it's the 31st through the 2nd because the concert's the 1st. So. Okay. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. And where is the concert actually at? The concert is at the Armory in the Minnesota, which yeah. is a super cool venue uh, from what I've heard. Never. First time go? Yeah. First time going to that one, yeah. Gotcha. Have you been to Minnesota before? Yes. I uh, went up and visited my buddy Blaine for a little bit uh, and saw Posty up there. Ooh. Yeah. Yep. So. That's me and May's talk. That's probably, we, the next two concerts we would like to see or like trying to see of like big mainstream artists, obviously Taylor, she's already got the Taylor tickets, like that's happening. <laughs> uh, would be Posty and Morgan. Morgan. We're going to be fun. I need to go to a concert in a baseball stadium. I haven't done that yet. I really want to. Aiden and Jamie went and saw him Bush. They said they didn't like it. Yeah. They didn't like the baseball stadium. Really? Yeah. It does look weird. He said that he had never seen an outdoor stadium. Like, he had seen, like, uh, amphitheaters, because he had been, like, to the one in St. Louis or whatever. Yeah. Um, But the stadium was just weird. Like, I don't know. It just was strange. Yeah. The football stadium, he performs at Arrowhead this summer. Or next, like, summer 2024, I believe. Oh, nice. So, okay. Mace might love about hitting that one. Nice. Okay. Sure, post deal too. Okay. Wallen at Arrowhead would be fun. Geha. 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 Uh, yeah. Are you going to call it Geha the entire time you're there? Oh, yeah. I love making fun Are of you with West Tailgating? Yes. Yes. We're going to go. We're going to try to get there at, like, I'm pretty sure they open at noon. Uh, so we're gonna try to get there around then. The two just tailgate all day, baby. Just you two. Play some beer pong, eat some other food. Do you have a group of people you're meeting to yeah. tailgate with? Yeah. Okay. I've got a few groups that but are there. But then you all just set separate. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Because you guys aren't sitting with a group of people. No. Nope. We got our own two seats. Gotcha. Well, there's it's a group of four seats that my buddy sold, but two other people bought the other two. I don't know them, so. yeah. But you'll still probably talk to them. Oh, yeah. I'm sure they'll be fun cheese fans. Are you going to try to get your pin in, Gaia? Oh, yeah. The pin will be coming in with me. It'll, be, it'll be on my wristband, and you're not hearing this, anybody, but it's coming in. Because I have to witness that ass-beating in the only manner we know how to witness an ass beating. You know what I'm saying? Super sober. Sober as a bird. Love that for you. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I'm going to eat 
my weight in stadium food though, so I can't wait for that. I'm gonna, gonna, oh, you should tell you barbecue. Yeah, bro. The last time we went up there for a game, we met up with some of our friends, and they were making like every steak under the moon, bro. Like any steak you could think of, they were making it and just like putting it on a board and just like sitting on the table and just letting everybody walk by, just like, oh hey, try this meat, try me. Like, dude, it was crazy. So much meat, nuts. Tasty stuff though. You ever been to Rorico's? Rorico? Yeah. The Your Brazilian town. place? Yeah. Uh huh. That's what they, that's kind of like, that's what it reminded me of because that's what happens like the Brazilian place. Like, oh, they just serve you a big platter of meat? Well, no. Like they come by like meat on a stick, like skewers of meat, and then like plates of meat too. It's mostly, and they come by and like shave off meat onto your plate. And you shave it? it? Like cut it onto your, like, okay. knife, cut it. Okay. And cut pieces off onto your plate. You eat it, and you have this, like, sign. It's, like, red and green. It's, like, stop and go, pretty much. And as long as you're green, they just keep on bringing you meats. And then you put the red up for, like, I'm stuffed. And then you can, like, let your food settle, drink some water, turn it back to green, keep it rolling, like. No shit, I've never been. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, 26 bucks a person. Okay. And it's. But it's all you can eat? Yeah. Fuck. And it's good for like appetizers and stuff, but yeah. Uh, depends on how you like your meat. Is it like not cooked very it's, well? No, it's it's the if you like your meat pretty much medium rare. It it comes out pretty much medium rare. Gotcha. To medium. Okay. Some stuff's medium, but most of it I'd say um, on the red meats. Obviously, if there's like pork or something, it's cooked well. But yeah, on the red meats, they're definitely. Cooked how they should be. Sure. I could do medium. I just, the medium rare, like, so Macy and I went to the Garrison. Yeah. Went to the Garrison, got the porterhouse, and it's recommended medium rare. And the lady asked, she's like, is that fine? And Macy's like, yeah, that's perfectly fine. And I was like, <laughs> oh, God. And it's, Ooh. it was warm. I don't know what it is about medium rare rare steaks for me some people maybe it's I just can't get over like the blood I don't know what it is yeah I feel you how do you get your steaks uh usually medium rare okay but it depends on the place depends on the place I'll get a medium like if we're at gyms or if we're at you know if I'm at a flame if I'm at flame I'm getting medium rare yeah easy yeah but like honestly anywhere else I'm probably getting medium why even gyms just because I know it's going to be cooked per to perfection, medium rare. At flame? Yeah. Where you think it'd be undercooked at gyms or anywhere else? Yeah. Gotcha. Or so overcooked. So medium, you're like, I can get it pretty much. It's kind of hard to fuck up medium. Yeah. I mean, you're not fucking it up. No. Because, I mean, as long as there's some pink in there, you're pretty much going to call it medium. Yeah. <laughs> but you'd be surprised. Some places just don't know how to cook them. And it's... Baffling, kind of. Where's the best steak you've ever had? San Elmo's, Indianapolis. Yeah? Yeah, by far. Craziest piece of steak I've ever put in my mouth. Can you share how much it costs? Uh, yeah, it was like $119, but it was like a course kind of thing. Gotcha. I got like two sides and you get like bread and... Gotcha. Yeah. But it's still it was expensive. Yeah. But it was insanity. Oh, dude. 
like perfectly just so much butter but like not how you would think but it was like just perfectly soaked in the steak that every bite was like literally just melty it was off the charts craziest thing and I was like 14 no I was like 16 15 or 16 can't even appreciate a steak at that age. It's like yeah. nowadays, like you eat that and you would like be like hard. <sighs> yeah. Well, also paying for like a hundred and so dollar steak at sixteen years old was. Where do you go? Who did you go with? Uh, it was for FFA. Oh God. National FFA. So you paid for your own steak. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you have a job at the time. Uh, I didn't have a job at the time, but we like fundraise and stuff like that to get, uh, I mean, I, I did my thing. Grandparents helped out a lot. Do parents shout them out because they definitely need shouted out 3,000 times over again. Uh, (laughs) I know that's not the amount of money they (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, gosh. Uh, man, love them to death. Dude, that was always like, do you remember the... At school, they would do the fundraiser things where you take home the book thing, and you would like go door to door and you'd like show the people like had like trinkets and things in it. And yeah. They could or they you write down their order and their name, and you're like trying to like win a bike or headphones or I think back in the day, what was the the wasn't an iPod. Dude, they did like trips, didn't they not? Like well, trips to like a limousine ride. I don't think Willard ever did that. What was that? What what was was, was the Muse? Oh yeah, what it was called? The are you talking about the little iPod shuffle things? The not iPods, the the other one. So no, it's it's kind of like it's like Android and Apple now. Yeah. Back then it was iPod and someone listening is already saying it like, they're like <laughs> shouting it out to the the whatever listening device they're on. They're like, it's this you fucking morons. <laughs> uh, please, someone leave in the comments of the episode this week to. Uh... Tell us what that is, because I have no idea. You gotta talk and host. I gotta find this. <laughs> I glitch. But I'm, I I'm do remember that stuff though, because we. I think it was like for that stuff. Uh, but we also did popcorn, cookies, obviously. I guarantee you, I'd be willing to bet every dollar that I'll ever earn for the rest of my life that I could open that door right now and Macy would know it like that. <laughs> Go ask her. Hold on, folks. This is live. You guys can listen to this, too. This is live, coming at you live. Mace, does she have the answer? Folks, I'm, I'm walking. Keep talking to Kevin. Hey, guys, we're, we're here still. Uh, we're going to ask the boss what she thinks that little iPod wannabe thing was. Uh, but, hey, um, you know, glad we're doing this hosting thing. Uh it feels kind of strange. For some reason, I was super nervous, but it's just been flowy. Uh, shout out Philadelphia Eagles. They uh, are 8-1 and one after last week. Uh, they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Shout out Rubes. Uh, Told you she know. She knows? Oh, she, she, we're back here. We're back here, knew. folks. What is going to be the answer, my man? It was a Zune. A z- What? A Zune. A Zune. Yes. Wow. She almost bought one instead of an iPod, but she chose iPod. Wow, what a life path she went on. <laughs> like, that was, like, her initial choice. Like, you want to go down this path or this path? It's like taking the blue path or the red. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she went into the Matrix. <laughs> oh, Soon. man. 
So, uh, Zune, okay, cool. Wow, we've been on some memory lane stuff right there. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that was some weird times in school, doing those, like, little... Especially being able to walk door to door. Yeah. And go ask. Well, some people also just had a shit ton of family that would buy so much of that stuff. Okay, so I want to preface this by saying I am not being racist or anything at all. But Willard had a few Romanian families Mm -hmm. that literally was, it was that. Like, they had 30 people that lived in four houses. (laughs) I think that's obviously just the culture and that's perfectly fine, but like, they just go home with their fundraiser and be like, well... We're gonna 29, win. Twenty nine people. Uh, We're gonna win. Buy something. We're gonna win. Uh, we had an, uh, <laughs> we had a family called the Aberdans, and man, they were the coolest, funniest people the ever. Aberdans. Aberdans. They uh, they had a ton of family members, uh, but um, man, their nationality were, is that. Uh, what did you just say? That Romanian. Romanian. Yeah. Oh, they were. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So maybe I just Missouri just has Romanians. Maybe. Or maybe like sprinkled. There's like a big Romanian church out near Pleasant Hope somewhere. Really? Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's. Maybe I'm just an uncultured idiot. Maybe you are uncultured. Maybe I should. How how would a person, if if someone walked up to you and said, I'm trying to get some culture, how do I. Where do I get culture? I'm going to send them to the Philadelphia Eagles team store. <laughs> that's where I'm gonna send them, cause that's how you get culture. To get some Kelly Green jerseys. Oh, bud, they're so clean. Mm. Will it be? Will the KC game be the first time you put it on and like actually worn it? Worn it? I've worn the Jalen one once, but I haven't worn the Kelsey one. Where'd you wear the Jalen one to? Uh, I wore it when I first got it. Uh, I just like wore it around gotcha. the house. <laughs> but you haven't worn the Kelsey one. No. Was that the one you're gonna wear? Yeah. Yep. I love the 62. Yeah. Yeah, baby. It doesn't show that you're like a, a I don't know, a, a bandwagoner. You're like, oh, I like Jalen. Like, it's like, I like Kelsey. No. Kelsey McCole. That's, that's my dog, man. That's that's the heartbeat of the offense right that's, there. That's, that's Batman right there. That's, the, that's Batman. Uh, they move as he moves. Controls the game, for sure. At his age, bro, that's that's unheard of. I hope uh, they get it for him this year. Man. We need it. Need it bad. Uh, we're just gonna pretend this part doesn't happen in part of the episode, but your boy may have put some small coin on the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Uh, they're plus five fifty right now, so free money. Who has the highest odds? Uh, the Chiefs. I think they're plus five fifty too. Chiefs Eagles have the highest odds right now. Broncos. What, to maybe get a top 10 pick? So the crop, can I bet on that? I'm in. I'm in. in. Where can I I put my money? (laughs) Oh, shit. Well, bud, uh, let's do our shout-outs real quick. Okay. Uh, I'll let you go first since you were the almighty guest on today's episode. Okay. Um... You told me shout-outs were happening, and I didn't really think about it throughout the episode, uh, like I should. So, my shout-out is 
going to be albino rhinos. Albino rhinos, huh? Yeah. AKA old old Spency. Old um, black shirt. He's my shout out. Oh. He knows why. He knows why. You know why. Wes knows why. JP knows why. He's why. <laughs> oh man. I hope you. Uh, I hope he listens to this though. So I know he's busy in old Perry right now. Dude, uh, I freaking I didn't know that he was uh, at the Germany game until yeah. I saw the picture of him and uh, freaking Travis's mom. That's yeah. so cool. Mama Kelsey, dude. So dope. Go him. Jealous. Jealous. Very for jealous. Sure. Very it looked cool. like a dope, dope experience. He was he was sending us all kinds of videos and it was awesome. Uh, but yeah, he's in Paris right now. They were at the Eiffel, Ta- Eiffel Tower. Uh, just beautiful, man. Definitely need to go check that out. Petty. What? Petty. 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 I kind of I, I would I would go check the Eiffel Tower out. You want to get Eiffel Tower? By who? Is that what you said? By who? <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying I wouldn't. I'm just saying about him. <laughs> <laughs> well, who are you shouting out, bro? I just said. Are you actually shouting that out? No, I'm not going to cut that. But uh, <laughs> no, you're not. Dude. No, you're right. No, he is my actual shout out. Okay. Right, right. uh, huge props to him. And actually, another props is just he's done really well in fantasy too. I mean, I kind of was shit talking his team going into this year, um, saying that him and I were battling for. The uh, the last pick, yeah, and he, he put it to a bunch of people. He's he's played really really well this year. His um, team has done very well. His team is he's built a good little team over there. So yep. now shout out him, safe travels, and make it back to the old Midwest safe, buddy. Get back to the states, man. That's all we yes, ask. Sir. Yes, sir. Uh, my shout out, you know, uh, since we've you've probably known, kind of like going through this episode, I've shouted these boys out a few times. I'm not a fan or anything. Uh, I'm going to shout out my boy Jalen Hurts. Uh, amazing, amazing, just like that dude goes down and you have 10 or 15 seconds of like, fuck, if he's fucking hurt, this is, this is all for nothing because that that's the dude like that. That's, that's our driving force. Uh, so when he went down that game this past Sunday when we were playing the old cowgirls, uh, man, fifteen second gut punch of like fuck. You were at home watching it. Yeah. And you were on the couch with your hands in your face. I just went silent, you know, because those things are because he was like down. It was like you knew it was the knee that he's already been bothered with. So it was like fuck, dude. And the way homie fucking came down and hit him, like I don't know what he's even doing. He's like on the ground, like trying to stop himself and just takes his fucking helmet right into jail with me, which is unfortunate. But, uh, he, <laughs> halftime, goes into halftime with that issue. We don't really know what's going to happen. Comes back out <laughs> after halftime and just puts on a freaking show, dude. Like, just acts like nothing's nothing's going on. That's what, uh, what you do as an elite-type quarterback. No matter what, that's the Pat. That's the shit that Pat does. Well, it's it's just like we said earlier today. I mean, it's just that Mamba mentality. Like we, it's yeah. perfect that this is the episode that we're we're talking about it because it's like, it almost starts with him. Like it almost started with him, and that, like everyone says, the Mamba mentality. Like 
you just love the game so much and like it almost like there's almost no pain because you love the game so much like mm-hmm. you'd give anything to play and he said that I mean he, he'd die for this for that city so uh, for that team that's that's the kind of guy you want you guys found your leading your guy quarterback. he's in and he's locked up uh only gonna be his contract's only gonna look better by the year just because of what money's going on in the NFL, uh, contract wise. So I'm just glad we finally got a guy, a guy that we can believe in every single week. That we have a chance every single week. He can he can throw four picks, and I still believe we have a chance to win a game. Well, it's just the same thing with Pat. Yeah, it's just the same thing. It's like you just doesn't matter what the score is, doesn't matter. What the circumstances of the game prior to the first three quarters, first three quarters and ten minutes, like yeah, doesn't matter. It, they start. They walk out on the field. You're like, all right, cool. I better go lace them up because it's coming. Oh boy, yeah, he's gonna fucking rocket. Dude, he man, I love shout out in fantasy. Shout I'll tell you that I love having him in fantasy. This right, year. dude. Some weeks you're just like, man, he's so good. Yeah, and him passing the ball now the way he is is just different, different level. Are all your receivers locked up, too? Yep, AJ's locked up. Devontae's still locked up on his rookie deal. Uh, we signed Julio to a one-year deal. Dallas is locked up. So, we're loaded, man. Center is going to be the next thing to figure out. But Well, I think Cam Jurgens is going to end up going back to center because that's what his normal position was. Oh, after that's your center. Either t- or Cam or Landon. Landon could go to center, too. Uh, either one, so we'll just be looking for a guard more gotcha. than anything. But uh, take any of the guards the Broncos have. Those are filled. Those are filled type positions. We've done that. Yeah, we can do that. We got our boys. We got Lane and Maliata and Kelsey. We need that, and anybody that Kelsey's gonna teach and kind of bring into the new age of our next next years after he's gone. It's just teaching moments, and we have the best old line coach in the game. So. Uh, just tough. Shout out Coach Stoutland, baby. That's that's the man right there. That's the man of the operation. Coach Stout. Oh, offensive line guru. The man. Uh, but yeah, man. Shout out Jalen. 8-1. Uh, Love it. Feels good. Going into a bye week. Uh, then we got the old Kansas City Chefs. Monday Night Football on ESPN. Uh, we're going to see uh, Troy and old Joe Buck. Maybe Taylor Swift. We'll see. Who knows? Uh, Albino Rhino, I'm sure will be there. Can't wait to see him too. Uh, but with that being said, let's just uh, dive super deep, 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 back, 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 back into the balls. That's my favorite. Let's go. I love the balls. Let's go. All, All right. Types. All types of balls too. Well, man, let's uh, let's just stay in the NFL real quick. We'll we'll cu- we've talked about the Eagles. We know how they're doing. Uh, they won. They won. We're eight and one. Mm-hmm. We're chilling. Yep. Big yep. schedule coming up. Yep. Broncos. Yeah. Coming off a of bye. Yes, sir. Monday night football against the Buffalo Bills. They're kind of reeling Buffalo Bills. Yeah. They. <coughs> uh, an interesting. Prospect and, and Josh Allen struggling lately, um, not seeming to take over games the way I think we're accustomed to him taking them over. Um, not really seeing 
him run the ball like I think I saw him run in the past couple of seasons. Uh, but still a threat. I mean, he's still Josh Allen. He, I still think he's going to present a lot of difficult matchups for our defense. It'll be our defense has really improved over the past three weeks before the bye week. Uh, so this will be a really good test. Uh, a good second test. We, we obviously held the Chiefs to no touchdowns. Um, if we can do something similar and hold, I think if we can hold the Bills to under 20, we have a chance. I could see it. I mean, Josh is going to ball. It's in Buffalo. Which, that sucks. Um, it's a tough place to go play. It is. But you're coming off a bye, so you should be prepared for that kind of stuff. We have no excuse not to be prepared. Mm-hmm. Um, it should be a good game, you would, and I you would think, think. Obviously, being a Broncos fan and, and being in the Bronco Reddits and Twitters and whatnot, everything that I'm reading says the energy in the building is, is electric, especially coming off that Chiefs win, coming off the bye. Everyone feels refreshed. Um, everyone feels just ready to... They almost feel like... I've heard a couple of writers say that they've talked to players that they're treating this almost like they're owing up. Hey, that's how you should treat every week. Every like, week should be treated that they're way. They're treating like this bye week. Like the bye was like, now the season starts. Like we, fresh season. Like let's go out and let's win these next 11 games. That's what we're thinking. Yeah, yeah. That'd be awesome. But like let's go out and let's finish the season strong. And you're three and five? Three and five. Gotcha. It helps that the Raiders are where they are. It helps that the Chargers have struggled. I mean, they struggled against a, a Jets team last night that couldn't do anything with the ball. I mean, they're one game ahead of you guys. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it, wild card will be tough. The AFC is tough. There's a lot of teams. But everyone's so bunched up that I still think that there's time. Um, the next two weeks, I think, are huge for us. Yeah. If we could win both primetime games... Watch out. Go. A 5-5 five five Denver Bronco team on a three-day win streak could be scary. Well, that that would put you guys in the conversation. Yeah. You'd be in the conversation if that's the case. If you lose one or both, that pretty yeah. much sinks sinks the year. Three and seven is kind of hard to come back from. It is. You don't have to play the Chiefs again, though, so that's the, nice. The thing that I think is probably most likely... Obviously, the, the hope is 2-0 and kind of going to those two primetime games, but the um, most likely is probably a competitive game against the Bills and maybe losing in the fourth and then beating the, the Vikings. Not handedly, but probably beating them by like 10. Like a 27-17 game or something like that. Vikings look strong, man. They do. Old Joshua Dobbs. Shout out Dobbs, bro. But that would be what I would like to say is most... But hopefully it's too You need to be too Who's your second game that you play? Vikings. Oh, it's the Vikings on primetime too? Yeah, we go Monday night against Bills, Sunday night against Vikings. Nice. Okay. All right, and you're on primetime, so like, let's have, see it. And then I think we do, I think we get Herbie after that. It'll be Herbie another huge, huge game. I'm wrong. It's the Browns. Ooh. So we have Bills, Vikings, Browns, Texans, Chargers, Lions, Pats, Chargers, Raiders. So, man, that's a tough little road there, bud. And we're second to last in the AFC currently. 
At three and five. At three and five. And the AFC is kind of tight. And the top eight teams can have? Top six. Seven. So seven? Yeah. So currently Buffalo isn't even making the playoffs. Yeah. Buffalo's the eighth seed. Because the AFC North is so loaded right now. Yeah, the AFC North is sending all four. Yep. That'd be scary, bro. But that, obviously they're going to... They haven't really... Have They'll any, play each other, too, so that'll yeah, help Yeah, they've, they've got a lot of divisional games coming up. Mm-hmm. This last the other second half of football could be really interesting. Oh, there's a lot of games, like with us, with Philly. We got these five and these next five that are a stretch. We'll see. We'll see what we're about. Yeah. If we come out four and one, three and two, okay, that's fine. We're gonna have the number one seed. That's all I care about. Having home field would be so huge again. It's just such makes such a difference. And you get the buy. The buy is huge. Man, we needed that buy so bad last year. I can't believe right now I'm currently Detroit's at the two seed in the NFC. <laughs> but we knew they were good, man. Coming in the year, everybody was on them, kind of. Of course. I don't think we thought they'd be the way they are so far. They did get dismantled by Baltimore, though. So, like, how real are they? Still having that conversation. I think I they've know. got games coming up that they are definitely going to prove some people wrong, too. So Baltimore's dismantling some NFC teams right now. Unless they just dismantled the Seahawks. Yeah. Yeah. Which those are right now top five teams in the NFC is Seahawks and the Lions. Whether or not people actually believe that they are, that records say that they are. They were. Yeah. No, still they are. Yeah, Seahawks are still in first of the NFC West. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but the Seahawks road doesn't get easier. They put still play the 49ers twice. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys, the Commanders, which could be a difficult game, Eagles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Steelers. And even the Titans game. Like, I don't... I mean, it's Geno. Geno's not playing well. He's not. We need, Could we, we see Geno get benched? No. No? They won't bench him. P won't bench him. He'd ride him out? I don't even know who their backup is. It's true. It's what? It's true. Oh, it is Locke. Yeah. Yeah, I highly doubt they're going to bench Geno. <laughs> oh man he looks good in preseason in the game he filled in for or the like quarter he filled in for Gino yeah you know who looked real good this week you say Jalen Hurts I'm like over there <laughs> no I'm gonna say our boy CJ Stroud fuck off <laughs> because why don't you tell everybody he what is. happened what happened he scored how many points you're the host I think you should do it <laughs> I think he scored 85 70. Oh, shit. In one of my leagues, he scored 85. Uh, wow. Yeah. Uh, but 70 in our league. Uh, I'm checking. Yeah, 70. 70 points by a quarterback in a fantasy football game. You might as well just chalk up an L if that's what you're getting dealt that day because that's tough to come back from. Uh, you know, but you definitely... You drafted him. You put in the research. I mean, he was someone that you really liked going into it anyway. So it's not like it's a surprise to you. No, I mean, I, I I've liked CJ. I thought he was you the best him quarterback. Waiver, you fucking bastard. <laughs> hey, this guy. We don't need to do that. This guy added him off waivers. We don't need to do that. The week we play, and he goes off for seventy, seventy people. So someone's putting in the research. 
you mean stop on by and you don't need to go pick up CJ? Yeah, I do. Why? Well, because he'd be doing that stuff. You didn't, You wouldn't have picked him up last week because your quarterback got on by. What? You needed a quarterback because your quarterback was on by, right? That's why you picked up CJ. Yeah. So I'm saying, had your quarterback not been on a buy, you would not have picked up CJ. Therefore, he would not, like, you wouldn't have had that 70-pointer. But he was on a buy. Just saying. And why is he out there? Why is he just sitting on the waiver wire? Because. For people like me to come just snatch up on buy. He is the sixth rank that's with a 70 burger. Yeah. Against. Who'd they play? He's your boy. Why that? I don't even remember who they played, to be honest. Fucking booty cheeks team, dude. Did they play? They played the Colts. I think. The Colts. No. It was the the Bucks. The Bucks. The Bucks. Yeah, I was kind of surprised. The Bucks defense isn't what it used to be. Well, when Baker had scored with like a minute something left in the game. Yeah, they had to like kick the. Uh, kick and the, CJ had to go down and do a game winning drive. Yeah. They scored with like two seconds left. Yeah. Well, and they were down, I'm pretty sure, by like 14 or 17 at one point, too. Like, they came back in that game. Texas burned me this year, so I haven't really looked at them. Since. Well, they're kind of hit and miss. Yeah, against good teams, they're, they, they get kind of. the Colts. Sus. The Colts beat them. And that was with freaking Vinci. Not a bridge. And the Colts defense doesn't look great. Yeah, so screw the Texans. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, around the NFL, uh, great week. Week fun. nine was fun. It was uh, fun. Interesting. Really games, so. There's a lot of stuff going on in the NFL right now. The quarterback landscape is uh, rough, if to say that, to say the least. Uh, probably the worst quarterback landscape we've ever seen in the NFL. I'll go go ahead and say it. It's it's bad. Yeah, a lot of people that I would say we thought were going to be good are not performing like we thought they would. Mm-hmm. Uh, name that jumps out immediately is Kenny. Um, I've always said he was ass, but whatever. We'll talk about that. Kenny is obviously one. Uh, Justin Fields, just so you don't know if he's going to figure it out. Um, he's hurt right now, so I hate to say anything bad about someone that's injured, but the record, I think, kind of speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. Um, quarterback, I mean, head coaching has been kind of sus for him, I'll give him that, play calling, but I don't know. I don't know. Some of the stuff he said in the media that you don't like from a franchise quarterback either, though. No. So, I don't know that Justin's really figuring it out. Um, CJ looks like he is is great. A-Rich looks great. Um, A-Rich gotta stay healthy. He does. Uh, and I think, I think this will help that. I think missing this and then realizing the impact of like okay certain things are gonna like oh this is season ending like I think he's gonna protect himself a little better and I hope so be sure with the ball he should he should if he's gonna if he's smart and wants to have a long career he will yeah so it's just a matter of him doing that I'm kind of just running down the list of like teams like the Giants are in a now horrible position because of the contract they gave Daniel Jones because Daniel Jones is not it. Everyone in the world can see that Daniel Jones is not it besides the Giants. 
hundred percent thousand. I think that's the most true thing you've ever said on this podcast. Daniel Jones is ass. We, no, he's we've awful. known that. He's really bad. Before they got the contract, he was ass. No. I mean, the fact that they are paying him over Saquon is fucking the most idiotic thing you could ever do as a franchise. Who? What has Daniel Jones done in comparison to what Saquon has given you as a franchise? Only because they made the playoffs last year. I don't know that that was really much of Daniel Jones as much as it was Saquon had an insane year last year. Brian Dayball won Coach of the Year last year. Just let that sink in for a second, guys. Brian Dayball won Coach of the Year. It's because an ass team like the Giants made it to the playoffs. See, that's the the problem with... Is like... Daniel Jones, for instance, is a, a bad quarterback. Just... Bottom line, he's a bad quarterback. But but because the team made the playoffs, they were almost like forced to give him the contracts. <laughs> I mean, in no way or is someone guaranteed a big contract. Like I mean, that. no. But for a franchise that hadn't been to the playoffs since Eli and are looking for, I can see why they did it. Yeah. Like, You're hoping he takes more steps. I get it. I, I no, absolutely. Like you think that, like, oh, we made the playoffs. This uh, it's next step. Like, yeah. Now it's less turnovers. It's more consistency, more accuracy, better completion percentage, um, less injuries when running with the ball. Like it's all of these things. But it's almost like he's completely regressed since he got the contract. Yes. Well, and they're not helping the, him at all. They don't no, have that anybody. Team is a mess. They don't have anybody on the outside to throw to. I think you might be a better wide receiver than other receivers they have. You know, uh, no, nah, I, I wouldn't be. But uh, Doriel Green Beckham, who hasn't played football in <laughs> however long, is probably a better wide receiver than some of them. It's man, like, it's just a bunch of old slot dudes. Yeah, slot guys that are dudes. injury prone. Yeah. They just and, constantly get concussions because they're slot dudes. And Darren Waller. Who's always hurt. Just interesting, man. Darren Waller cares more about looking good and going to WNBA games than he does playing in the NFL. I mean, when you got Kelsey Plum on your on your head. I mean, I get you. I, mean, I would, I'm too. I'm not saying anything wrong with it. I'm just saying, like, let's make a choice here. Well, they did trade, what, a third-round pick for him? Something like that. Yeah. So, so that's a mess. I'm going to go ahead and say it. The Browns' contract is very bad as well. That's horrible. That you're, that's horrible. Bad, bad, bad. He's not good. He's a over. It's, sucks. Now you're in quarterback purgatory like you've always been. Mm-hmm. For a while. For yeah. four years. Have fun. Four more. Yeah. And that great defense on that side of the ball, too. Is... Oh, you're going to lose. You're probably going to have to lose Miles or Chubb because you're paying Deshaun so much. Would be my guess. Well, Miles is paid. He's on a contract. Totally. You think he signed a big one like a year or two ago? Before they did the Deshaun one? So yeah. So Chubb that they would probably lose. Yeah. Well, that's a running back anyway. They're not paying him much. Yeah, especially because of knee injury too. Yeah, another knee injury. Not bad, bad on the same knee. That's tough, man. Baltimore's got to figure it out since he's got to figure it out. Baltimore does have it figured out, but I still want to see more. I want to see them win on a big primetime stage. Yeah, but they're never... It, 
unless their defense is real. I'll give the defense the props. They're not. They're never moving off the bar. No, no. no I'm t- we're just going through quarterbacks right now. Okay. All I'm going through is like teams that like are quarterback needy, okay. and then talking about bad quarterback contracts. Yeah. So that I was like, that's why I was like, Baltimore's good, Cincy's good. Yeah. Then you move over into the AFC South. They're all young. Tennessee, maybe Will Levis is okay. They're probably gonna run him for the rest of the year, like they said. They just said they are. Yeah. They're in now, so. Yeah, but if he plays bad, I'm sure that he can get replaced. I don't know. Let's just run it and say screw it, and try to offload Tannehill for some picks or something. I got sixth. <laughs> Yeah, you're not getting much. That's also a big contract. Yeah. Uh, T-Law's a stud. He's not going anywhere. Yeah, he's going to be in Jacksonville for a while. Houston's found their guy. And that leaves Colts. They found theirs. West. Raiders is a shit show. That sucks. Quarterback situation, at least. Uh, Broncos is a shit show. I'm not going to ever say that that's not. That contract's bad, bad. And just causes so much issue for us in terms of trying to move off cap and move off Russ and hopefully he just plays well. That's just I guess all we can hope for. So if I mean if you guys end up getting a top ten pick, it's you're you're probably going quarterback. I mean everybody picking the top ten could essentially go if quarterback. We make, if we don't make the playoffs. See, here's the problem. Is looking statistically at it, Rust isn't the problem this year. Or hasn't been the problem. No. Definitely not. Is Russ regressing and not is gonna continue to probably get worse? Yes, I fully believe that. Especially his height has always been a problem. And the more that I've like went back and like watched old Russ highlights and his scrambling and his ability to create plays really made him who he is. Like and why his career record is so great because he could just extend and create plays like no one I've ever seen he did do that for a long time <clears throat> he could literally just be in the pocket with like six dudes on top of him and somehow he pops out and you're like Jalen does that shit sometimes and it, it reminds me of Russ when like he was old young vintage Russ yeah cause he'd do that all the fucking time yeah anytime just, we'd play him I'd be like god fucking damn it here we go again and he'd just scramble and then chuck it 40 yards cause he got a Hannon. Yeah, and, and, and someone would be wide it. open. Tyler would be down there. Yep. Just like, like, oh, there he goes again. He was good there for a minute. I'll, yeah. give, I'll give his flowers to him. He was. And so it's like, we missed the playoffs. We have to, we have to, have to trade probably Justin Simmons and try to move up in the draft to get Drake or Caleb. I mean, you let Russ play the next year, and the person has to sit under Russ. I get that. That sucks. But we can't move off of Russ's contract unless someone wants to take it on. But there's no quarterback needy team that's financially able to take that contract on, in my opinion. Yeah, can. And luckily, he's on a team that can. Even if you guys did drop him, they can eat that money and just pay. I mean, it would hurt. Yeah. It would just mean that, like... The thing that I don't think people... I just played Madden so much, and obviously Madden's not a realistic representation of the real life, but it's like, you just don't, you don't get to sign anyone. Yeah, we can still draft players, and we can still get better through the draft, but we don't have the ability to, to sign free agents for the next like two years if we drop for us. 
Yeah. And that's where it sucks. It's like, they're, over the next two years, there's some dudes that have some contracts expiring that you're like, like, for instance, the one I think of, immediately when I think of contracts expiring in the next two years is T. He could, uh, I just don't know if they're going to move off of him, though. Because they haven't paid Jamar yet. Yeah, but he, what if they just pay him both? Oh, okay. Then you have, I mean, great. Yes, they have. But, I don't know. I just feel like, T's a big one that I, I is a big free agent that I'm looking forward to. Um, T's in the same boat as Devonta. Like, very similar setup kind of teams, too. Uh, with how Cincy's built and how we are built. Uh, they're not gonna let that guy go. There, there's no way. They know that that's a success for for Joy B to have those guys to be able to throw the ball on the outside and go up and get balls, and obviously Jamar being a game changing talent. Okay, so I just pulled up the 2024. Um, free agent class, just to kind of look at the big names. Um, Leonard Williams is obviously one. Chris Jones, Mike Evans, um, DJ Reader, Hen- Derek Henry is one. Mm-hmm. That's the name to watch. Josh Jacobs, obviously he only signed the one-year deal. Um, Sammy, Saquon, both yep. of them on theirs. Uh, I mean, just some names that people have heard that it's just crazy to think that they might not be in the league just because they're getting old. Is like Stephon Gilmore, Fletcher Cox. Mm-hmm. Fletch is probably probably about done. Um, Micah Hyde, super injury from the year this year. Who knows what happens with him? Chase Young, Cedric Wilson. There's some boys. Yeah, there's a lot. Mike being at the top there is that's a big one. Eckler. He could be he could go into another team and definitely produce. But yeah. Josh Allen. From Jacksonville. Jacksonville. That's a big time D. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some names, and then in 2025, I'm sure there's so that just goes to show it's like you just miss out on a chance. Like I'm not saying we would sign those dudes, but even a chance, you don't get to. Just, okay, cool. For some weird reason, if the Chiefs don't get back to the Super Bowl and win, they're gonna go get Mike Evans. I firmly believe that. Look at that on the pod, huh? Firmly believe that. Speaking of predictions. Uh, since it is halfway, uh, yeah. halfway over uh, the NFL season, uh, I figured we could do a fun little prediction sesh. Okay. So we're halfway through the NFL season. Mm-hmm. Let's hear a prediction. Okay. Super Bowl prediction. Who wins? Let's so, hear. It. So not my dream one. My actual like, my business, I'm putting money on this. If you're wanting to win $1,000 for your Super Bowl prediction and win, let's hear it. Okay. Um, you know, it's hard. My NFC pick is, is pretty much locked. I think the Eagles go back. I think they're <clears throat> the focus and the mindset is just there. It's not even about the play for me right now because I think the play has been sus in some aspects. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just obviously 
watched enough for your sake to, to be able to talk about it. And, um, and Jalen's my quarterback on fantasy, so obviously I've kept up with it in that sense too, but just a sports gadget. But it's like you guys have just – there's been some aspects that have not been where I'm like, hmm, that's the Eagles. So Eagles for NFC for sure. The AFC is where I get a little fuzzy, and it's a little surprising maybe to some people, but it's two teams out of the north. Mm. Okay. And Cincy and the Ravens. Yeah. That's hard for me right now to pick between the two. Cincy's record is obviously worse than the Ravens, but I just can't ever count out Joe Burrow. That dude is something special. He is. He definitely is. And he had. We just talked about two receivers. He has two weapons. Weapons on the outside. It's tough to beat them when they're right. And they're looking right. Yeah. They look, just handily beat the 49ers. When Joe's looking healthy, they're tough to beat. They got a good defense. They do. Henderson's playing very, very well. Yeah. Um, and But then I look on the other side, and Lamar is special too, man. And that team is starting to click, and they're starting to figure some things out. Lamar has played well. If they could use some of their weapons on, uh, if they could use Zay, and if Odell could get right, get healthy, and mm-hmm. play, they could be a very sneaky, interesting team late. Oh yeah! So huge. If I'm putting money on it currently, it's it's Cincy and, and the Eagles for me. Cincy and the Eagles. I love that. I'm gonna write this down in our little episode prediction thing, so we can uh, uh, have it to look back on later yeah. on. Money um, says that's where my money would go. I would struggle with the, the rating Cincy, but ultimately I would choose Cincy just for the Joe Burrow. He's he's a special man. He's your so money's special. your money's on Cincy v Eagles, and then money would be unfortunately for Cincy to beat the Eagles. You'd have Cincy beating us in the Super Bowl. Okay. Uh, so are we gonna do a check back in? Like, can we check back in like before like the wild card? Like, allow like <laughs> like, like like if Joe Burrow like tore his ACL, like obviously I'm changing my prediction. Like, yeah, well, it, we'll I'm do an end of season. Down. We'll do an end of season. Okay. And then that way we can we honestly we can even do a playoff bracket too. Okay. For the pod. And then Mike fill it out. Yeah. Yeah. So that more people should like there, there should be more like fill out like that's always not very like big but that could be fun like to fill. We out. do one for Doghouse every year. Oh, do you? Yeah. Yep. Really? Yeah, we usually do that. We do March Madness. We do like in like the Doghouse like fantasy chat. Uh, like our Doghouse boys. Gotcha. And we usually just like extend it to out to everybody if they want to send it to people. But, yeah. Uh, our March Madness one gets out of hand sometimes. <laughs> There's sure. a lot of people that get in that you one. You guys should just do it on an app. Yeah. It's yeah. Like actual paper. Let an app track it. Well, we do ESPN. Oh, you do? Yeah. 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 Cool. But for the playoff deals, there's an app we use. Some sort of site that uh, Ty found. Okay. Uh, that's pretty good. I think we used it for the playoff last year that we were all doing. I thought you did it with me last year for the playoffs. I don't think I did it. Put one in. I think I just like... I can't remember the site. It's something. I don't remember either. I would go back, but 
to be impossible at this point to go to our beginning of our text thread. I'm sure T Jack will send us in the group chat. I was gonna say he's called. gonna he always <laughs> listens to the episode and then just send something in the chat. Yeah. Just like one little shot about something. I'm like, oh, Tyler's listened to it. Much love. <laughs> Much love, dog. Thanks, love buddy. Uh, what's your prediction? Prediction, uh, it always feels good to be able to actually pick your team to win the Super Bowl when it's because rightfully so. Uh, barring God forbid any damn injuries, uh, we're gonna get back and we're gonna win the fucking thing. Uh, have to, gotta win that thing. Who we're playing though is a whole different story. Uh, I really do believe the Chiefs will get back. Uh, Pat will figure it out. But right now, at this very moment, I don't I don't want to pick them, just because they are only like what they're four and three the five Bengals, and three. five and three now. No. I gotta pick the Bengals, man. They're just they're, the way Joey's playing, compared to what Pat's doing with the offense in KC. I just I I gotta pick the Bengals at this moment. And I don't want to put this out here. I just want to say this. As a Bronco fan, it pains me to say this, and I'm not happy about it. I'm not saying that Joe Burrow is a better quarterback than Patrick Mahomes. Because I fully believe Patrick Mahomes is a better quarterback. <coughs> Joe Burrow has better weapons. Is Joe Burrow a bad quarterback? Absolutely not. He might be the second best quarterback in the league. I'm not saying putting any hate on Jalen. Jalen might be third. It could be, Those three could flip-flop very easily any given week, in my opinion, mm-hmm. for the best in the world. Whatever. But he just has way more weapons. Like even Joe Mixon, I would. Joe Mixon has proven throughout his career that I would probably trust him a little more than I would trust Pacheco or Clyde Edwards Elair. I mean, yeah. But it's just when it gets to be January time, these games are so condensed that like a couple plays could change the outcome of these games. So, I mean, just like last year, whenever fucking Cincinnati almost, or was it last year whenever Cincinnati almost lost to Baltimore when Baltimore had the yes. backup quarterback? Yeah. Was that last year? When they fumbled on the one-yard line. On the one yard line. Yeah. yeah, okay, that was last year. So, just things like that. I mean, Baltimore's that play away from taking out Cincy, and maybe they go play you know, B- Buffalo at that point. Buffalo wins. And then they end up playing KC. And maybe they go to the Super Bowl. And Buffalo's another team that's there, but I just think with their defense... Yeah, they're... they're, they're injuries. Dec- they're decimated right now. It sucks. And it sucks to see. You... A player coming back from ACL, great. They're back. Awesome. You're, they're not back. They're not back. Von Miller's not back. Like, he's showing flashes. He's getting there. It's going to be three, four more weeks. He doesn't he's... even play very much. I It's crazy. I don't know. Maybe that's it's part of the recovery plan. I'm not sure. Yeah. But. I saw he plays like 40% of the snaps or something. It's not great for. But he's getting older. I get it. I... You're getting paid, dude. You're getting paid major they money. They also probably think that they're going to make it to the playoffs. And they want him fresh for January. I get it, but are you guaranteed a playoff spot? In their minds, they listen. They, they think the same thing that people think about Joey is that every time that Josh Allen walks out on the field, they have a chance to win. Well, it's that's also true. When he's playing, he's playing. Dude, I get I get that, but he's got to freaking be aggressive, Josh. 
Stop. I get the, the interception. He's got to get out of his own head. Yeah. He's in his head right now. Because he is capable of what CJ just did. Oh, yeah. Each week. Dude, right. he's yeah. a stud. He's hurtling people, stiff-arming people, but he's not doing it right now. Mm-hmm. Because he's so, like... Everyone else on his team's getting hurt. Yeah. It's like, can you imagine? Yeah, he goes down. It's over. <coughs> uh, so, I, he's playing a little scared right now, in my opinion. He's playing a little in his head, and I just hate that because he's so talented. He's definitely in the MVP, MVP race. Uh, he's had a great year for stats-wise. Uh, it's The AFC, is, it's too early to call. Uh, but right now, since he looks great, uh, I think Jacksonville sneaky. Uh, like we said, Baltimore. Um, I want to see Cleveland. Dude, see Cleveland sneaks in. Baltimore play. That's a team that can easily beat anybody in that playoff picture on any given day. Thursday the 16th. What? Cincy and Baltimore. Cincy and Baltimore? Yeah. So that's so next week. Next Thursday. Nice. That'll be a good Thursday night game, finally. Book it. Like, we're watching that. That's going to be a good one. That'll be huge implications. Yeah. And those will be a freaking awesome game. Week 11, so that means they'll probably have right about the same record. And then the Bengals play the Chiefs week 16. Or week... How many weeks are there? 18 or 17? 18, but... Okay, so they play week, then week 17. Week 17. Yeah, it's second to last game of the season. Yeah. yeah. Is and that what it is? Era. Okay. It's on freaking New Year's Eve. Ooh, nice. That'd be a fun one to go to. Yeah. I wouldn't go, but... Tickets as low as $203. <laughs> They're a little bit cheaper than the Eagles ones. Well, well let's, uh, let's see how much uh, Eagles tickets are for the Eagles-Chiefs game. For my seats, they were looking like double what I paid. Like, tickets as low as 295 Yeah, for nosebleeds. Yeah. Which is crazy. That's like playoff prices. It's crazy to me, so looking at your guys' stats, <clears throat> Pat has 2,400 passing yards, Jalen has 23, but AJ has 1,000 receiving yards to Kelsey's almost 600. Kelsey's yeah. leading with 600. AJ's having a season, dog. If Tyreek wasn't having the season he was having, AJ would be talked about a lot more. He's getting the rightful. He's starting to get it, but yeah. like, Tyreek, it's like those two, like, you yeah. just keep giving Tyreek his flowers because he's just pulling it up. I mean, he got bottled up the other day. Yeah, but that's almost expected. Was it, though? Yes. You should. I mean, if you bottle up Tyreek, that means you're bottling up that offense. From, evidently. From the yeah. games that they've lost. But the Chiefs... I, I, I figured the Chiefs could do something. I mean, it's so much emotion in that. and I mean, he said... I mean, what do you say... Tyreek said something about oh, like, He said he was going to do a dance on him. Yeah, he's like, he's going to win, or he's like, no one can stop me, or whatever. Like, they can't stop me. Yeah. So, you knew that there was going to be... The Chiefs just like... I don't... You don't talk shit to the Chiefs. You just don't do it. Yeah. In the game, sure. Go talk shit. Like, the Max Crosby thing, talking shit in game, love it. Yeah. Do it. Yeah, don't... But don't talking shit don't poke them there. Just gets Kelsey and Travis, like... Or gets Kelsey and freaking Pat just... Like on a different level. <laughs> yeah, that Cincy game, you knew they were losing. Like, cool. Mm-hmm. Good job, Cincy. You fucked yourself. Yeah. You played yourself. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And they did. Yep. 
I mean, don't talk shit. Respect, man. Respect at the end of the day. Yeah. Can't call Burrowhead. Can't call Burrowhead. Keen Diller are going to be talking about that when they go play each other. I can't. Dude, if you guys want to just wins again, though, because I don't talk shit, it'd be so funny. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be taking it serious. Yeah. Like, they come in just, like, stone cold, like, yeah, we're excited to go back and they kicked our ass last time. <laughs> and then they just go out and just, like, romp the Chiefs. And afterwards, they're like, it is Burrowhead, bitches! Yeah. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I don't think that laugh and the Chiefs will keep it close, but it could, that'll be a fun game too. It's gonna be a fun second half. I'm excited, dude. I'm jazzed up, ready, ready to see what happens. I'm also excited. I feel like I've, I've gotten smarter on my my player props, so I know. I don't know. I feel like I now I've got a good handle. Um, there's lots of data. Not that data even matters anymore, but yeah, I've, I'm starting to be smarter. Good. It's good to see. Starting to be smarter. Young Padawan. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Although Spencer told me not to trust you. Yeah, don't. Don't trust me. I don't. But I do I do, do some crazy shit sometimes. I, mean, I told you to get fucked in our chat the other day. Yeah, and what what happened? I ended up doing pretty good that day. Yeah, and you screwed us last night. Shut up, dude. Hey. Big wins, small losses, okay? Oh, it's nothing like the Warriors fucking me, though. God, yeah. See, fuck your own team, dude. Don't bet on your own team, people. Don't do that. Unless it's Steph Curry to make over four and a half threes, then you bet that every single time that man <laughs> Stop. <slices> it <laughs> Stop. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. All right, well, speaking of basketball, what's a quick little recap of the NBA season so far? Yeah. Uh, Warriors look good. They do. Four and two, right? Uh, 6-2. 6-2. Uh, yeah, they've played a few games since then. Played 8. Yeah. 6-2, uh, and two, looking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lakers are 3-4. Uh, had a rough little Where miss. I thought you were 3-3. 3-4. We lost Miami last night. Oh. Yeah. Was that at home? That was in Miami. So you're not 0-4 on the road? 0-4 on the road. You're looking like the Warriors of last year. 0-4 on the road, 3-0 and at home. Yeah. Not good. Last year. Not good. Uh... Anthony Davis kind of had a little hiccup. Uh, hopefully he's so. good. He says he's going to play Wednesday. I mean, if you're sitting on the bit, that let me let me ask you a question. If you are hurt in a game and are unable to play, should you come back and sit on the bench? I get the cheering on your team. Yeah, I'm trying to be their leadership, which I get. It's, I don't know, maybe I'm just pissed because I was watching it and saw him on the bench and I had taken stuff for him, but I was like, <laughs> I don't know. It's like, he was like, it still is like warm-up clothes. I was like, oh, there's a chance. <laughs> Get your ass back in there. <laughs> I need some more indication that you're not coming back in. Yeah, it's, it's tough. Just annoying, stupid, nagging little injuries like that. You probably just should stay in the back, but I get it. He's a leader. What's your uh, what's your concern level? That you're seven games in, we're already having a AD injury. Well, you just gotta you gotta take it as it goes. He says he's playing Wednesday, so I think it might just be minor. Uh, he says he wants to play all eighty two, so I think he's gonna try to do that. He's on base for it, so. I mean, come on, let's do it. Uh, we need you to do it. There's no question about that. Uh, biggest thing that concerns me is I was uh, about to ask you uh, I was going to say what's your big 
biggest disappointment on the year so far? Uh, LeBron being on the floor is like plus 55 or something like that, which is best on the team. Uh, him being off the floor is minus 77. So you guys uh, are literally like the Warriors of last year. Just bad. Like, minus 77 is really bad. We were, I looked at the stat today. Um, the Warriors were plus 118 when Steph was on the floor last year. It dropped to like minus 99 when he was off. Oh my God. Yeah, that's that's rough. But that's that, that's the LeBron effect too. Like, we can't have that. We're, no, we're too good of a team to be doing that. Not, not with the people on that team. I was going to ask you, um, if you didn't say this person, if Austin had disappointed you so far this season. No. he's uh, he. I think he's played really well. Uh, the defensive side, I think, could get better. Him shooting threes could get better, for sure. Uh, better but, man, he had a triple-double uh, Sunday night. Oh, nice. So, he was one, one assist away from a triple-double. Played really, really well. Uh, proud of him, honestly. Uh, I think it's just Rui being hurt, Gay being hurt. Uh, now Jackson's hurt. Uh, I didn't know that hurt. Yeah, he's been out a couple couple games now. Mm. Uh, D'Lo got hurt in Sunday night's game too, but I think he'll be back as well. Just everyone needs to be healthy, and then also we just need to figure out what rotations need to be like. That's that's huge. Figuring out rotations is is pretty big. It's tough. It is. It's tough on guys too, because I mean that's no matter what if you're not getting minutes, it's still hard to keep that morale as a team, especially a new team mm-hmm. with a bunch of new guys. But uh, that's where LeBron and AD got to be leaders. They they do, and some of those other guys need to have some sort of a relationship with AD as well, to where we can go to a different type of game if we need to. Mm-hmm. Uh, D'Lo and him, I think I thought have looked good so far in the season. They, as far as their two man game, uh, we just need to get just get settled, mm-hmm. just chill out, win some games here. We got Memphis and Phoenix this week. Uh, we'll see what happens. I like your where you guys are at though. I think you need you're probably gonna make a trade. I think that's pretty evident as far as another score. But uh, yeah, I would say the name that is on the trade block would be surprising to some people, uh, but it's probably Wiggins at this point. Yeah, he's just not. He, dude, he hasn't played the fourth quarter in two games. That's tough. So what is he doing? Not defending? Because like he's, he's not doing anything. Like he he's can't a, score very well. He lately. should be a great defender. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Kaminga's played really, really well, and that's. I mean, he's third year. Um, we're obviously looking for him to be a breakout, so because he's going to be one of the core guys going into the future. Um, so I think that has a, an effect on it. Draymond's injury at the beginning had an effect on it. Um, I also think it's like someone. We knew going into the season someone's minutes was going to be diminished in the fourth quarter with Chris being added on. You just don't add Chris to your team and not have him in the game in the fourth quarter. He's just too much of a, a smart field, field general type of point guard to not have in the game. He just his passing. Yeah, it's like it's crazy. He had like two points and like eleven or twelve assists the other night. <laughs> like, it, yeah. It, his stat lines bro, were insane to me so that's I get on there and check the box board I'm like wow he has zero points two rebounds and 14 assists <laughs> and he's 0 for 6 from 3 yeah just not <laughs> shooting well yeah um, so it's and they're not going to bench Clay no so it's you're starting your, your team in the fourth right now 
has been a lot of Curry, Chris, Clay, Draymond, Loon. Looney's been huge. Looney is such an underrated. That, that should have been my shout out. It's freaking Loon, man. That dude is <laughs> just not really known as the best center in the game, but just comes out and just rebounds the ball so, so well. Plays his position and his role to perfection. He knows what he's there for. He doesn't try to do anything. He's not out trying to take threes. He's not trying to take jumper. Like He knows he's there to rebound, set screens, and be aggressive. And he does that very, very well. Yes. Just a guy you want on your team. And the, the you talked about the two-man game. The freaking one I've really been impressed with has been um, when the bench is, is on and it's Chris Paul and Dario Sarge. Mm. They have, because they played together in Phoenix. Yeah. And I didn't realize that coming into the season that they had that. But, like, they've looked really good together on the second unit. Sarge nice, too. Yeah. One name I've heard about the Warriors trying to re, re-get is uh, Otto Porter. Mm-hmm. Try to bring him back just for some more score, like three point scoring. Yeah, guy that can defend too. Yeah, wing defend. Just he's old. You're gonna have to manage his minutes. Yeah. So. Interesting little start to the year. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota Wednesday will be massive test against Denver. Denver, yeah. Denver coming up. Denver looking pretty great. They did lose Murray. He's out indefinitely right now. What happened? Uh, his hamstring. And yeah. Booker's out too. Booker's out too. Beal's been out. Uh, so we haven't really got to see what Phoenix is like fully, uh, which will be interesting when they do. Uh, Wimby has been very fun to watch. Uh, had some surprising dubs against Phoenix to start the year off, beat him twice in a row. Uh, had his first big game. I think he had 38, right? Yeah. Uh, looked every bit of the part of what he is and what he's going to be. He can shoot threes. Like, his ball handling. It's crazy. Dude, he's a, he's a freak. He's a rim protector. Just a fucking... I will say, I was looking at this stat earlier today. Um, what do you think he's averaging in rebounds a game? Probably like eight. Six. Eight. Eight? So this is 8.4. 8.4. Is that just because he's more of a perimeter center type of player and not more of an interior... Like big rebounder, he doesn't have much muscle on him. But yeah, I figured with him being so tall and so lanky that he would be averaging ten plus rebounds a game. It's tough because the most I feel like offenses are trying to like get him out of the paint just because of how big he is with his rim protection. Mm-hmm. So getting rebounds might be more difficult than normal for defensive rebounds. But also he makes up for that getting just easy offensive putbacks most of the time. So gotcha. I guess that does count for a rebound. Yeah. Okay. So he can get it back, but maybe when he gets started putting a little bit of meat on the bones. Yeah, maybe I, just, I would figure three. he would be close to averaging. I mean, he's close. I mean, he's only one, two rebounds off. But I mean, year three or four, we're going to be talking about him averaging 30 and 15 every night. Dude, he's a freak. Like, he's so good. I've really enjoyed watching him play. I hadn't watched much of him um, coming into the league. So watching him play, and he's, he's a ton of fun. He's successful already, which is huge for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Tough. Raw. Raw, Teenager. boy. Uh, Boston finally got beat. Uh, was the last unbeaten team. They've looked every bit as advertised. They they are really good. Uh, they can defend the ball well. And Jason Tatum is 
MVP. He's MVP level right now. Yeah. Uh, he's probably the MVP favorite, I would say, at this moment in time. Uh, first couple games in. Him and Luca. Him and Luca for sure. Maybe uh, Luca staff. I think it's him and Luca right now are one and two best odds. Yeah, I'd say Steph's right four. Yeah. Nine. Joker. Yeah. I'd say those four will probably be the names to watch all this all year. Yeah, Joker's probably three, probably right there at one two. Yeah, and like I said, I think Steph will just with the stat, like I said earlier, with there's been no person over. 20 points in the eight games we've played. Steph's had over 20 points every game. So it's like he's just going to... He's going to do that all year. Yeah, he's going to have... Or until you guys get another guy that wants to score consistently. The team that's surprising to me is the Bucks. Yeah, they started off slow. Yeah. But I think they'll be fine. they got to get some things figured out. Yeah. Well, what do you think about Giannis taking the back seat and saying, like, this is Dame's team? I like it. Let's roll. Let's do that. <coughs> Dame hasn't looked great. I think that's the reason why they've been slow. Uh, their defense is kind of skipped with uh, without Mr. Holiday now, in there now. I agree. Agreed. Um, but they could put up 140 on you. So. Yeah, I mean, Giannis and Dame could both go off for 50. A piece. Yeah. I mean, you hope Dame doesn't start getting streaky with his shooting because he's been kind of ass. Yeah. Three-point shooting. He figures he has one good game, watch out. Yeah. Because that could be a turning point for that team for a few weeks. Well, they could go on a 10, 15-game winning streak very easily. Yeah. There's a lot of teams that I think, like Philly is one that I think could do that. Boston, Milwaukee, um, Denver, Dallas, and and Golden State right now are the the six teams. I'm like, any of those six, I think, have a a very good shot of winning the, the championship. Yeah. Obviously, L.A., I'll never count on LeBron ever. Yeah, um, and I'm not gonna count on KD either. But other than that, I don't know that I'm necessarily thinking there's anyone else that's gonna compete with them. Minnesota, man, Minnesota's <coughs> my uh, sleeper team. They uh, they just beat Boston the other night. Uh, I think they had the number one defensive efficiency team in the league. Uh, Ants, Ants there, Gobert's there. Really don't like Gobert, but he's good defensively. Uh, and they they're just a team that that they. They're boys. Like, they're just a bunch of dudes that you know are playing well together. Uh, team basketball. We'll see what happens, man. Wes is all up all up in the air. Of course, uh, is always so competitive. With Murray being hurt, maybe we get back in with Denver a little bit. Who knows? And with uh, Fox hurt. Fox hurting the Kings big time. Yeah, they're 2-4. Yeah. Did you see the video of Mike Brown in practice, like, ripping Malik Monk? Oh, shit. I guess he would, like... It was practice, like literally, like I was like, talking about his effort, just screaming at him in practice. That's crazy. Everybody. I mean, Malik's kind of been known for that stuff, though. That's why he's moved so many teams. I just don't know why he's not starting with Fox out. I figured he would have been an easy pick to start, but yeah, they're doing weird stuff. I don't know what's going on there. I just assumed Fox was out. Like I remember looking like the day after I. Fox's eyes, like, oh, fuck. Well, two of their losses are from you guys. Oh, yeah. And they both, they both are close. Yeah. I mean, Steph had to score 40 for us to win again on one of them. Well, Fox was in one of them. Yeah, that was, I think, the one Steph scored 40. Yeah. I think he had, what, 38, Foxton? Yeah. The team, obviously, that I think that's 
I don't know the surprise or whatever, but be the Grizz. They look awful. Yeah, they still have a one, right? Uh, they're one and six. Oh, they did win. They beat Portland, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're bad. And then Washington's obviously bad. Washington's really bad. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, East, West, very up in the air at the moment. I think Boston, like you said, is up there at the top. Philly, uh, Milwaukee, and then you got your four or five teams in the West that could definitely fuck around. Uh, but still looking up at Denver, for sure. They're still, I think, a couple of uh, steps away from where we are at this moment in time. Uh, just because of how good that damn Joker is. Uh, yeah. Give him his props. Dude, I hate to say it, too, and the more I just watch him with Peyton being a Mavs fan is that dude Luca's so good oh yeah we know Luca's the real deal it's like, the rest of that team if they're gonna go far Luca is insanity yeah each night you know what he's gonna give you I just like I hate saying he might be the best player in the NBA I mean Joker's right there I get it but like on a night's night basis of like dudes that just go out there and play hoops and are just ballers Actually, that kid's something, something diffy. And I was talking to you about it. I love his trash talking. Yeah, yeah, it's good. And it's, like, fun. It is. Yeah. It's fun. I love him talking to refs. I don't know, I just... Lucas fun. Lucas is fun to watch. He, uh, he's a spectacle, for sure. <laughs> but Joker... Th- there's no one that gets his team in better placement than what Joker does. He's insane. He's just... He does everything so fucking perfect. It drives me nuts. Yeah. I want to vomit. The other thing that I think is funny about Luca is this dude's drinking beers before games. Like, what NBA players, like, smashing a He beer doesn't like... look like an all-elite NBA player. <laughs> he does not. But, man, he can shoot, dude. When he hits that step back, you know it's going in. He's so slow. That's, like, the thing I've always talked to Peyton about is, like, it's so slow that it's, like boring almost like he's just like (laughs) but it goes in but it's also so technically sound that it's hard to defend as a you can tell like people don't know what to do with him yeah you can get up in him but he's gonna drain one over your fucking head and he doesn't even really have that that pretty of a shot no but it's money money Man, NBA is crazy. Uh, the NCAA tournament's going on right now. Uh, I love the new look courts of yeah. that. I think it's super cool. Right. Uh, I really like it. Uh, NBA is just fun right now. We'll see. We'll see sports what happens. Are sports are just so fucking fun right now, dude. Oh, fucking love sports. Especially when you're ass. It's my favorite thing. Me too. Besides Macy and Honey, and this podcast and you guys. <laughs> and the listeners and the listeners the, the unnamed fan audience the homies uh, didn't we call them the fam at one point the fam they could be fam homies they're family they're in our family <laughs> alright well I'm gonna end the sports okay. the balls by saying it's election day and nothing screams bangers more than politics. I agree. So, for this day and this day only, uh-huh. since it is election day, uh-huh. we said we weren't going to talk politics on this podcast. But, to be great, you got to do great things. Well, I mean, 
sometimes you have to push the limits to be great. And sometimes you got to make yourself uncomfortable. Put yourself in uncomfortable situations. You know what else puts you in uncomfortable situations? Oh, God. What? Fashion. Style. Style. Style is one thing that actually puts me in a comfortable situation. Yeah? Because sometimes I have it, sometimes I don't. Would you, I was going to say, do you consider yourself a fashionable, stylish, stylish person? Not really, because I like, I just like to be cozy. That's in right now. It is. But to the point of like, I don't really care about the fashion. But I think that's like in right now. Like if you look at like what girls are buying from like all these like designer, like not design, so not like Louis and like those types, but um, like Balenciaga, Supreme, like things like that. It's like the oversized, like baggy shirts, sweat pants. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's like the cozy look. It's, it's, I just rolled out of bed heading to go get brunch with the girls but we're not trying <laughs> you trying to go get brunch with the girls <laughs> I mean I feel like I have the best outfit for a brunch with the girls right now if I threw on shorts I have like these like bluish like pastel like is shorts a nude color hoodie I would fit in perfect with the girls right now you would you got I, a pink shirt on and some shorts. You like some Macy call it so you would be what Macy would consider wearing Hoochie Daddy shorts. Hoochie Daddy. Yeah. That's a so that's a thing. That's what they are. Hoochie Daddy. Yeah. When did this become a I so I hadn't heard the term Hoochie Daddy until Macy brought it up. So enlighten me on what what what's the Hoochie Daddy. Uh I, I mean a lot of like you know Frat guys kind of wore them a lot. So the frat dude shorts. Kind of, but not shorts. not that though. They're like more athletic-y also. Because we were looking at Lulu. Cozy. She was like, these are Hoochie Daddy shorts. She's like, oh, you should get a pair. I was like, I'm going to pay $86 for a pair of shorts. But they're comfy. And then I bought a pair of $86 shorts, so there's one Hoochie Daddy shorts. <laughs> Instead of the 5-inch, I got the 7-inch. You know you can do it too. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy talking fashion right now. We're talking politics, bro. You're right. Sorry. Um, Get out of here with this fashion. What uh? Did you vote today? I didn't. I I did. You did. I did. What'd you vote for? The obviously the biggest things on the ballots. <laughs> <laughs> Is that so? Which was, was what? I don't actually know if there was. So you didn't go vote? No, I did like Kentucky because that was like the big one. Is like the Kentucky senator, like the Senate race. So I, I drove to Kentucky today and voted there. That's crazy. Dude, is not. How was the drive? Quick. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh fuck. Um, so, real question is what yeah. all the listeners are wanting to know. <laughs> are you? A Republican or or a Democrat or, or are you a liberal? You know, Freemason that bitch. A Freemason? 
Yeah, sure. I'm a Freemason. <laughs> I like that better. I like that one. You know, I have never... This is the true... God's honest truth. I'm not any. Truthfully, not any. I am not educated enough in the things that are political to give you an answer that would say I'm a Democrat or Republican. There are things that I believe when certain topics get brought up that maybe pigeonhole me in certain, like, but I don't know that I believe everything a Republican does or believe everything a Democrat does. I, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Uh, I kind of wanted to talk about growing up how politics were so uh, kind of force-fed into you by, like, what your parents wanted and what your parents thought. Oh, 100%. When you turn 18 and you're first time voting, your parents are definitely like, so you're voting like this person, right? And you're like, yeah, sure. <laughs> I, there's some, like Kelly, I don't think that happened. I don't think anyone influenced Kelly. Like our cousin Kelly. Yeah. That girl's so freaking smart in politics that, and there are kids that were like that. Yeah. But like for the average Joe Schmo, yeah, absolutely what you're saying is true. Was that, I mean, without putting my parents on blast, I mean, I guess it kind of is. I mean, they definitely voted Republican when I was a kid. Yeah. Like I definitely, or vaguely, or not vaguely, vividly remember my, my mom voting George W. Bush and like being very pro Bush and I think very like. Oh shit, Obama's president type of thing, like because he was a Democrat. Um, so I, I definitely think my family was definitely, or at least my mom, or, and I don't really remember much about my dad talking about politics, but definitely Republican was more in my family. Growing up, I feel like politics were more talked about, uh, just in a public level. Well, in public schools, for sure. I mean, that was yeah, like, the definitely school. You talked about Republican and Democrat very heavily. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and you can kind of tell by certain teachers and how they felt, obviously, who, you know, what they would teach it as. Uh, just so many different voices. Did you guys vote? For in what? school? So, like, we, like, in Willard, for instance, um, we, did, like, obviously did fake bowls with children. But, like, on election day, like, for presidential election days, like, we voted. Oh, like, as a school? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even know if, like, as a classroom, a thousand percent we did. Yeah. In my, like, social studies classes, but, like... Yeah, we did that. as a school, I'm not sure, but definitely, I remember writing a name down and sticking it in the box. A few times. I remember being in school when I turned 18 and got to vote, uh, and it was just, like... The first time, well, who was the first president of the election you were able to vote at? So, when I was 18, that was 11 years ago. So, that would have been 2012. Obama? So, Obama. And that's who I voted for. Who ran against him? Was it Romney? Was it Romney or was it the old dude uh, the first time? I think it was me, first, first go around. Who opposed? Because who's the dude that picked uh, the girl as her as their running mate in 2008 or 2012 I'm in 2012 for you yeah I Sarah Palin or whatever who is that against I don't know, Rami I think 
We don't know our politic history here. But it definitely Romney. was... It was Romney? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, Romney versus Obama. I definitely voted Obama, uh, which I think... As far as him being a president and how he spoke and his speeches and stuff, I thought he was phenomenal. Uh, you know, other things could definitely be argued and uh, disputed, for sure. But... Uh, just the way he led the country, I thought was very, very like president-like, and how a president should be. Uh, I don't know. I wish I, I wish I could go see what other presidents were like before I really started paying attention to all that. I guess when I was being affected by it, I guess because uh, it really didn't. I don't know. I I didn't get to vote in two thousand twelve. You didn't? No, nope, I was seventeen. Nice. Yeah, I got it by a couple months. Yeah, so I, the first one I would have been able to do was one of the Trumps. Damn. 2016. That's crazy. Trump versus Clinton. That was a whole wild one, too. Yep. What a, what a weird fucking thing we did. Every through. two, the last two elections I've been a part of was both Trumps. How crazy is that? How did we go from, like... George Bush. And that's why government has always been interesting to me. It's just weird that that's who we're getting to run our country. Yeah. I mean, I would say, especially when Trump ran and it was like, wait, this was the dude on TV telling people they're fired. I thought Trump was great. I don't know, he did, he, he said some stupid on, ass shit. But if he would have stayed away cool. from Twitter... Yeah. Probably would have been okay. I mean, I feel like he did pretty good stuff for our economy. Um, again, I'm not educated enough to be like, yeah, he did really good stuff. And he increased the economical impact of the country, but blah, blah, blah. Like, I don't know any stats, but just from, I guess, for that glance or, or whatever. Um, but it's like... <sighs> Trump was president when COVID happened. Mm-hmm. That's a and big he thing. got blamed for a lot of COVID stuff, but I'm not, again, I'm not defending Trump, but it's like the same said for a lot of stuff. Like, what would happen if it would have been in anybody else's shoes? Yeah. Could you imagine Obama being president at that moment in time and stuff like, something like that happened? Yeah. Or even George Bush or um, Bill Clinton or freaking JFK or like, it's Abraham Lincoln. Think of like. Yeah just weird I don't get it yeah, not a fan the the stigma of having to vote I mean, kind of going back to election day of like it's your civic duty like I get it like, yeah but at the same time it's like if I'm not fully educated in the issues at hand everyone says your vote matters well if my vote really matters then what if my vote doesn't like votes the wrong person in the office? True. I'm voting the devil. But also here recently with all the polling stuff and stealing votes and some votes being not mailed in and some being mailed in twice and yeah. all those kind of things, that just makes me not want to do it. Like I'm sorry to say that, and that, like again, the civic duty is obviously to do it, and it's a definite, obviously appreciative that we have the opportunity to vote on yeah. things because that is. Well, it's super cool. It's a big thing no, <laughs> when you think about I mean, it. As two young kids or young adults, 
I mean, we got to vote on the fact that marijuana was recreational. Like, yeah. That's super cool. It's exciting. Like, that's something we wanted and um, care about. Uh, we got to vote on things like Uber coming to Springfield. Like, that was a vote. Like, they, were, they took a vote on that. And, um, I don't know. There's just... There's definitely things that I, I definitely get passionate about, but at the same time, there are some, like, I don't know, politics scare me in a way. Yeah. At the national level, it just doesn't usually come down to affecting, you know, the, the normal level, like the normal people, I guess. You could say. Yeah. And I was like, that's always been my question that I've asked my parents a lot when I was growing up and still to this day of like, okay when like a big elections come up I'm like okay what what what's the effect of this like I want to know an unbiased it's hard to give an unbiased like what impacts me well in the next 30 years nothing I'm like okay one well, does this matter to me oh but your grandchildren are going to be fucked I'm like oh well well those guys aren't guaranteed <laughs> <laughs> religiously no oh man and that's also, listen, we're not a religious podcast by any means, and I'm not a religious person, but it's scary out there. Damn, the Islam stuff right now, just so much weird stuff going on in the world that makes you, like, think, oh, politics in the U.S., oh, well, there's a lot of other bigger shit going on than just politics in the U.S. And, and politics in the U.S. with the bigger stuff going on matters, too, because it's like... We want to make sure we have the right people leading our country for when the shit hits the fan. Yeah. Because we live in this country and we need the person who's running it to, to just have confidence and be like, okay, like I don't have to stress every day because they've got it. I'm safe. My kids are safe. I'm, I'm safe. And how we have someone in office right now is just... Like, where did we go? You know, like what? At what point did we go on that downward spiral of this is the best decision for us? Like, as a country, as a defense for a country. I don't know that we've been given. I don't know that the opportunities presented to our country, as far as candidacies, have been great. Hmm. Yeah. I don't know that I've. I've I don't know that there's been someone... I, I think from a younger perspective, too, it's been all older people. And I know that most... Probably, like, there's the age requirement. I think it's like 40. I think it's 45. 45. So it's like... But I want a younger president than my... Like, at this point. Yeah, like someone that's 45. <laughs> <laughs> and again, I don't want anyone to be sitting here listening to this. I mean, like, those guys are talking politics. They believe a certain... Like, that we literally don't know shit. Or I don't know shit. Like, I don't know anything. I just... <coughs> what? Okay, we've had two older presidents the last few presidents. Obama was younger. Yeah. Like, let's get a younger, forward-thinking president. I don't care if they're a freaking Democrat or Republican, to be 100% honest. I don't. If they... If their views align with my views, then sure. I don't care if they're a Democrat or Republican. Yeah, no, I feel that completely. I'm not really big on the Democrat or Republican, but there there are sides, and there are sides to the topics of whatever, like what all's discussed and mm-hmm. debates and everything. Uh, 
I saw on HBO Max that uh, they had like a live election, like you can hop on their like election following kind of yeah. thing, uh, and they just got information going full twenty four seven, and uh, I turned it on for a second, and it's just, it's just stuff that's like important for sure. But it's not affecting anybody. It's like the person running for Virginia Senate right now. Why do you, Cody Davis of Missouri, care? It's it's a huge deal because it. I think it's like, from what I read before we started the pod, was like there's a few states that the Senate, if they vote a certain, like if this person gets in the Senate, it shifts from Democrat to Republican. Mm-hmm. Because a certain house or a certain party controls that. Yeah, currently. seats. Yep. So that's definitely, like, I get that's impactful. But to you and me in this very moment, it doesn't really impact us a ton. No. And, and that's why it's hard to get into, and to a point. But also to stay consistent of an in-between four-year period of, like, keeping up on the politics and, like, knowing what's actually being done. Who uh, couldn't even tell you what the last speech Joe Biden gave? Well, and who was really wanting to listen to it? I mean, <laughs> no, we all know how Joe Biden's speeches are. Everyone listen to this podcast. So uh, no matter if you're a Biden lover or Biden hater, we know how his speeches go. Okay. He's not the best... Speech giver. We'll, we'll just put it out there. But what what else are we? This is what makes me mad. As far as Democrats go, how are they so right on that guy being their best choice as a, as for a person to run this whole the whole shebang? I don't. I don't that's something that I have been puzzled by. Maybe money? I guess the right supporters, for sure. Yeah, I mean, it definitely helps having money. Just voting is... People supporting your campaign. Yeah, putting money into your campaign, too. Oh, for sure. Those guys. The sponsors and whatnot. Uh, I mean, also, election night, like presidential election night, no one's out. Everyone's out watching their TVs because everyone wants to see the results. See, and that's another thing that's weird to me. Why is it just that night everyone is so, so into it? Oh, And, and I get a bunch of people are into it before. passionate. Yes. Like people that don't care about... You're on Facebook so just reading things for oh, days. Oh, 100%. And you're commenting. You're like, oh, you're so stupid. And you're like, whoa. <laughs> you haven't been active on Facebook since 2018. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is happening right now? Every four years, man, we Dude. Get, those clouds are coming out. It's like next year is the presidential election. Yeah. It'll be wild. Next year, man. 2024, year, it's election year, baby. It's election year. Campaign starts. Like, you remember when freaking Trump was coming to Springfield? Yeah. All the freaking people sitting on the sides, on each side, haters and supporters. Yep. In little old Springfield. I went... What? When somebody somebody was here, I think it was Trump. Was no, there. someone came to MSU. I can't remember who it was. It might have been actually Biden. Or no, I don't know. How long? That's been a long time ago. Could have been Obama or Bush. No, it may have been a vice president actually. 
Okay. Now that I'm kind of recollecting myself, it's somebody we waited outside Missouri State for a hot minute. Okay. I'm pretty sure it was a Democrat. Uh, oh, interesting. I'm pretty sure I was with Wimmer too. <laughs> and we were just yeah. like standing outside MSU waiting in the line to get in to listen to this. But I can't remember who it was. It wasn't that great, obviously. But yeah. I just, yeah, it's very like, it's it's interesting to see how passionate people can get that aren't passionate about it. They're passionate about it for a very short amount of time. Yeah, and they. And then it's over with. I'm back off Facebook for another four years. Yeah. Election day. Yeah, so voting is very important. Go vote if you need to go vote. No, absolutely. Go do it. I'm not, I'm not going to sit here and say, if you don't want to vote on politicians, at least vote on amendments and things like that. Your that local are, things. That too. are affecting Big your time. city and 100%. your community. Like there are things that, um, there are projects and things that get brought to elections that, that definitely you want to pay attention to, like legalizing marijuana. If you didn't want that, you definitely paid attention. You were going to cast your vote. You were yeah. telling people not to vote for it. Yep. Just like say yes for like the school, like vote option one, or say yes on option one for like SPS schools and stuff like yep. that. Like, yep. There are definite things that you want to pay attention to and definitely educate yourself on before you go and vote. And if you are going to go vote, don't go in blind. I definitely say that if you are like, okay, I want to start voting. I want to start kind of trying to educate myself. <coughs> I get we, I get we were just sitting here. But start with your parents. Start with asking just whoever you feel comfortable with. Maybe it's your boss or um, just ask someone you feel like they have more knowledge than you on the subject. Um, I'm going to shout out freaking Kelly Gonzalez. Kelly Stewart. Um, <laughs> freaking, she's a well, politician nerd, so she would be. She a, gets it. She yeah. understands. Uh, but just, I mean, get on Google. I mean, just research some stuff. Dive in a little bit. Uh, you know, I probably will uh, just to see what who ends up being. You know, the the candidates no, for, for what's going to happen. Uh, I don't ever go into a, a presidential election here not knowing at least what the president supports. Like, I don't go in and be like. Well, it's not like, oh, they're a Republican, I'm voting that. Exactly. No, I definitely will watch the debates and I'll I'll read and listen and I'll make my own assessment and go vote. Um, But definitely don't just go to vote to vote or go just because it's Republican. Yeah. Make sure you, like, know and and care. (laughs) Well, it's a big deal to, to a certain extent of, like, if you really put in the research of figuring out what everybody's for and against, and maybe that's, you know, shifty on both sides for you, uh, again, like you said, just don't vote for those type of people and vote for the things that actually are only for you uh, that are going to make a difference in your life. Uh, that's kind of what I go off now because uh, obviously the past few president selections have been kind of iffy. Uh, I did like Trump. I didn't at first, but uh, he, he kind of won me over during his presidency for sure. The yeah, with some of the stuff he did. I voted for both times. Uh, second time, I definitely did. Uh, but it's still the fact of someone leading us and you feeling trusted. 
that someone's leading us into a good a very direction. unknown future. Yeah. Especially now. In the world, 100%. It's scary. Very. As a country, I think we're thriving, obviously. I mean, there's places that, you know, we're not. We're still in debt and all that stuff. Yeah. But as, like, just what our daily stuff is for as a country, I think we're pretty well set. Uh, we, have, we have a pretty, we have it a lot better than others, for sure. <laughs> yeah, I'd say. For sure. We're definitely spoiled rats here. Yeah. Without a doubt. But yeah, man. Uh, election day. Pretty cool. Uh, election year <laughs> coming up. Go vote. Go get on uh, Missouri.gov. Uh, I know they got a ton of stuff on there that tells you everything. Go to your local chamber. I don't know. Yeah. Go, go to Missouri State. Go freaking ask your neighbor. Yeah. Just go, educate yourself. Just go have a good time with it. Because it's kind of boring in a way, politics. But you can make it fun. I mean, you definitely get the butterflies on election night. It's cool to see all the states and stuff, the numbers. I like yeah. that. That's No, it, it's cool. It's the coverage of it and, and the whole aspect of the, the election day, especially presidential election day, is, is a ton of fun. The excitement of all the votes coming in yeah. and waking up the next morning. Well, and that's seeing. what I'm saying, too. It's like, you, you, like, you want to stay up, too. And you're yeah. Like, oh, no, like, <laughs> yeah. I want to go to bed and like, wake up and like find out it's not who I voted for. Like, <laughs> yeah. Because after you vote, you get invested. Yeah. You're like, I want this person to win. It's almost like betting. Exactly. I voted for them. Yeah. They don't win. Well, then I didn't win. I wonder if you can place bets for the presidential election. That's wild. I'm sure you could. I gotta figure out how to place bets on, like, people that aren't, like... I want to go to Vegas and place bets on people that aren't, like, being shown up on the normal betting sites. Like, I want to go place, like, $100 on... Jackson Smith to freaking score a touchdown next week. I don't think he's going to, but it'd be wild. Like those odds are awesome. Yeah. No, I feel you. Like, those, I, those where do I go do? Where do I go vote that? Like go vote bet that. You gotta go to Vegas for that. Exactly. Yeah. Vegas. Sell your Eagles ticket and go to Vegas. <laughs> yeah right. Yeah right. You think that? What do you think Wes would sell this with you if you were like, hey? Let's sell our uh, cheap tickets to go to Vegas. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that place is so cool. Gosh, I love that place. Vegas? Yeah. Or Gaya. <laughs> Not Gaya. I'm gonna love it in a couple weeks when we come in there and spank that ass. But, uh... Well, buddy. I don't know how we go from... Kobe... To politics... In all in one episode. I also don't know how you hosting made us have an a, a, over two hour episode. We haven't done that in so long. Because we just got to talking. It's we fun. did. It was like a guest episode. Yeah, it really was. It was fun to just chat. I just put the bros with Caleb Wilcox. That's the title. <laughs> just to like, see people are like, fuck. No, that's the Kobe episode. You're right. It literally just probably was a the Kobe episode. <laughs> episode 24. The Kobe episode. Episode 24. Um, I do want to. Before we wrap up, uh, do give my shout out to Kobe, the Kobe episode. Uh, I, I don't know that anyone can say that they've watched basketball and not s- 
had some sort of love for Kobe or Kobe got them to love basketball or, or something like that, um, if you say you haven't at least worn something Kobe or said Kobe when you shot a basket or something, you're a liar. Mm-hmm. A liar. Because everyone has said Kobe when they shot something. That's just that's just Kobe. Just the thing. Shoot or shoot, baby. Um, and then also just what, a, what an amazing family man he was, too. Um, just an amazing dude. Uh, I wish he was still around. Sucks, man. I'm mm. such a good dude, and I, I can't imagine the amazing things he'd be able to do in the day. And <clears throat> I even think the NBA would probably be a different landscape if he was still alive. 100,000%. Uh, man, just talking about it gets me, gets me in my feels. Uh, just a special dude. Uh, Oops. Just a mentor to me, uh, and just... Man, just watching him play basketball was something different. Uh, yeah. you, you get that with LeBron sometimes. You get that with Steph, obviously, and a bunch with Michael. But uh, he was definitely my guy that, man, every single game just felt like it was a spectacle to watch every single time. I keep it yeah. a spectacle because that's what he was. But uh, I feel that way special. About, I feel that way about Steph. Yeah. Like, it's just joy. You have so much fun. Mm-hmm. And that's what sports, the end of the day, this sounds really sappy and mopey and whatnot, but that's what sports is about. It's just having fun. That's what it should be about. Bringing you that competitive spirit, but also just complete joy. Utter euphoria. Yeah. Perfect euphoria. Because, like, you can, and the, the, the emotional roller coaster you have as a sports fan is unlike any other. Because you become so invested. Oh, yeah. Deep love. You've it's never love. Met, you and I have never met Kobe Bryant. Never had interactions with Kobe Bryant. Nope. But both probably shed a tear that day that he died. <laughs> you did. I don't know that I did. But it's like, I would cry. If I woke up tomorrow and Seth Curry was dead, I would bawl my eyes out. Yeah, it's tough. Like, you just, like, you become so invested. Like, I thought the same about Rory. Those are your guys. Yeah. Yep. Sports, man. Sports. They're like they're like family, but extended family. <laughs> right. It's like the, the cousin you, you never see because you don't really like them, but God, I love them. <laughs> love those boys. Well, wrap us up. Get us out of here. Man, it's it's been about two hours, 18 minutes. Uh, I've had a hell of a time doing this, man. Uh, I think it was just a very cozy, chill episode and that's exactly what I wanted it to be uh, obviously given all the love and uh, just shout outs to Co- the man the legend himself Kobe Bryant uh, RIP to that man uh, RIP to Gigi again as well uh, and those other people that were on that plane too that day uh, so many so many lives were affected by Kobe's loss uh, so just want to give thanks to that dude because man I wouldn't be the sports fan I am today without that guy. So, so much love to you, Copes. Uh, my goat, for sure. Um, but, yeah, let's let's wrap this up. Uh, you can find us on social, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Uh, just, just, if you don't mind, please, like, maybe if you got, like, five seconds in your day, go share that thing. Like, please. you know, just hit that little share button. Be like, hey, this podcast is kind of cool. Uh, These guys are okay. I enjoy it sometimes. Uh, Every 
24 episodes, they put out a good one. <laughs> Man. We had some pretty good guests on this. On this no, the, the guest ones are always the, the, the good ones. Um, so They're hey, juicy. This, this one's going to be good. It's a guest episode. Yeah, basically. Basically. Uh, but yeah, go like and share, please, if you if you love us, if you care about us. Go, uh, go share that thing for us. Uh, we are the Bros Balls Bangers podcast. I am your host for the one and one time only. Oh, stop it, Mister Cody Davis. This is my for the one and one time only co-host, Caleb Wilcox. Do you have any uh, last few words to give the give the um, listeners? No, it's been fun. It's been a good time. Uh, I, crazy how the time flew. It truthfully didn't feel like two hours. It, I expected it to be like 8.45 and me to still like go hang out with Macy, but she's probably asleep and dead by now. So. <laughs> uh, no, it's been a great time. Uh, can't wait to do it next week. Let's. Uh, we'll be right back here, episode 25. Yeah, uh, hopefully after a big Bronco bet on Monday Night Football. Let's fucking go, man. Big week of football, big week of sports, college college you football. You get to chill this week. I get to chill, by a week. Uh... Let's have a great week, man. Let's yeah. uh, let's get to it. Let's work hard, uh, and most importantly, let's fucking have some fun. Stay weird, baby. Uh, we are again the Bros Balls Bangers podcast. My name again is Mr. Cody Davis. It was a pleasure hosting for y'all, and I uh, can't wait to be back next week. Love y'all. See you guys. Fuck a pigeonhole. I'm a night out. It's a different mode. I'ma have to make.